Welcome to the green screen of death. My name is Adrian. And my name is Bill. So we're on lucky number episode 100. How does it feel, dude? Uh, feels good, man. It just feels like it's been a year since this was supposed to happen. Yeah. It's probably been more than that, though, it, right? It could like, be, actually. Yeah. yeah. If, if we actually stayed on course, we probably would have locked this in about a year and a half ago, at least. Four years ago. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. That's true. But here we are. We're back. I'm yeah. thinking I'm back. <laughs> Welcome to the morning show of Adrian and Bill. We're <laughs> back for you, baby. Yeah. Uh, I, I just uh, thinking about the fact that we actually hit episode 100 yeah and knowing how bad i felt after the first episode Mm -hmm. how i just did not like the show at all oh yeah because we didn't practice yeah and we sounded like we didn't practice yeah we had bad equipment (laughs) and we had one microphone yeah and i listened to the show and my voice is way higher than adrian's Mm -hmm. which is the exact opposite of the way it should be because adrian has a huge voice (laughs) that's hilarious and uh, it was so terrible. And for the third three or four episodes, we had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. And I was really, I felt kind of defeated listening to the shows because we were so terrible. Yeah. Then, then we kind of found our way. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how we lasted this long because yeah. it was bad. <laughs> but we, we, I think we figured it out. Yeah, I think so too. I think once we got the movie club in in place and like the lightning round, we added more structure to our our show. And yeah, I feel I I, I love doing this, and that's why we're here. We both love doing this, and we miss it. The thing I think that is cool about our podcast is that uh, we just do whatever we want and take chances. Yeah, and oh, yeah. I think it shows in the show. Like sometimes I say shit that really pisses Adrian off. <laughs> it's true, and it's just the way I am. Like I, yeah. I don't really have much of a filter. Oh yeah, I just say shit. Yeah, and uh, there's been a couple times where he legitimately got pissed off at me, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I was just you know trying to make the show funny or something, yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, you know, how many podcasts do you know that record a show at a 24-hour movie marathon? Oh, exactly. We just do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. And it's yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, and I And I love our show for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I love that we're live for the first time in a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, because we did the, – the few we did record was, like, online. Yeah. Which is okay, but it's not the same. Not the same. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give each other COVID. It's going to be great. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, yeah, we should get that out of the way. I am vaxxed and waxed. I, I've only had one. Yeah. So you've had both, right? <laughs> yeah, I've had both shots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. were, were you a Pfizer man or a Moderna um, man? Moderna. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's, it's, that's so funny. That whole interaction is like, it's like, does it really matter in the grand? And I know it's just a conversation thing and that's just the world we live in now, but it's like so funny because it's like <laughs> Nike versus Reebok, totally. Coke versus Pepsi and Moderna versus Pfizer. I was talking to an ex-girlfriend of mine, uh, just casually. And she's like, Oh, are we Pfizer f- buddies? Oh, nice. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm Moderna. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what? Oh, rip that opportunity. Uh, yeah, like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, dude, episode hundred. Holy shit, one hundred, man. I just, I, I just remember we were at fucking the Whistler Film Festival and yeah. doing the after the credits podcast, and it kind of got brought up on that show that we should probably do a podcast. And then yeah. like two weeks later, you were like, "So uh, <laughs> let's do it. Want to do that podcast?" Yeah, and I'm like. Uh, I don't know. Sure, that's cool. Yeah, why not? I don't mind hanging out with you. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, 
And we found out that, you know, unless you have somebody amazing like Marina Antunes carrying you, it's yeah. really fucking hard. It is hard, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Shout out to the After the Credits crew. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm happy we're back. Yeah, me too. Our last show was the Top Ten show. Mm-hmm. It was long. It was yeah. three hours long. Oh, was it three? I think it was our longest show ever. Damn. We had, we had more people on, so that's probably why. Oh, that's true, yeah. But, uh Lots of people said it was really great. Yeah. Thanks I, thanks to Marina and Will for showing yeah. up. I loved having them on the show and I really want to do more stuff like that. That was the sure. cool that's the cool thing about the internet thing is that we had have people come on mm-hmm. and you know, just jump right in. Yeah. As opposed to we have a soundboard here. Yeah. 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 That was another thing we we got better equipment. Yeah. When we first started, we had one microphone. Yeah. And then one episode we had to record it three times because something broke. Yeah. And then we were like, fuck it. Fuck it. We're just Go, getting new equipment. We're going hardware. But yeah. we even even then, it was used equipment, and it was a super, like, wacky story on how we got the soundboard. Like, we got <laughs> yeah. bought it used off some, like, site, and some dude couldn't find the power cord and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The guy, he was leaving town the next day, <laughs> and he wanted to get rid of all his stuff. And, yeah, he couldn't find the power cord. And we're like, oh, man, come on. We need this. Like, And he was, like, ready to just give it to us. Like, yeah. Just, but then he found it, and... I think we paid like 40 bucks for our soundboard. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. Which is a, a steal. Yeah. The thing's a bloody tank. We've yeah. been to hell and back with this it, thing. It's so, great. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, happy to be back with you, man. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to say we're back because I don't mm-hmm. know what that means anymore. Yeah. But things are starting to look better, mm-hmm. you know, COVID wise. Yeah. So I think we're going to be back regularly, like maybe once a month. Yeah. Maybe not every two weeks like we used to, but yeah. How about we just say once a month? Yeah, I like that. To start. Yeah. Like, at least give ourselves, like, a a goal to, like, actually Mm -hmm. hit. Yeah. As opposed to once every six months. Yeah, exactly. And movie theaters are reopening here next week, so that'll be a big one for us. Because they've been shut down for months, right? Since November. November. Yeah, because I saw the last show in Victoria. Yeah. I got kicked out of the theater. Oh, that's right. I had just finished watching Mank. Yeah. And there was a manager... Standing outside the theater, he escorted me out because he had to make sure the theater was empty. No way. He's like, oh, yeah, they just shut the theaters down. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I, just, I just watched two movies. Damn. They're like, no, it's it's done. Wow. I'm like, what? Jeez. Good good movie day, though. I saw <laughs> uh, I saw Mank on the big screen, which oh. not a lot of people can say. Yeah, so. you're one of the few. Yeah. Huh. And I saw Sound of Metal before it. Oh, so that was a pretty good damn. movie day. Yeah. That's sick. I di- yeah, I didn't get to see Sound of Metal on the big oh, screen. Oh, dude, Sound of Metal was that, that soundscape. Yeah. Oh, so good. Amazing. So good. So uh, so what's up to you, man? Uh, yeah, this lots is, of... This is legit the first time I've seen Adrian like face-to-face in yeah. like a year. About a year, yeah. Like, I, since I we, think... since we, we pre-ordered PS5s. Yeah. And we couldn't pre-order them at the store anyway. <laughs> what a joke of a day. <laughs> yeah, Such it was hilarious. Yeah, we like put our masks on and we like drove to Best Buy and they're like, oh yeah, we're not doing physical pre-orders. You have to do it online. How awesome is it that we actually got our PS5s? Because oh, we, we, we wouldn't have got one. Yeah. But I have friends who still don't have PS5s. Jeez, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that day I... I I think I had a pre-order on my phone. I had three pre-orders. Oh, did you? And then once I got one one finalized, I canceled the other two. I should have bought them. Oh, I I actually did buy two because I pre-ordered at Best Buy and Amazon. Uh, My second one... I sold it to one of my coworkers who oh, has nice. a really big PlayStation. I, I should, that's what I should have done. Yeah, I had a coworker who wanted one too. Yeah, um, 
but yeah. Oh, speaking of coworkers, I don't have any right now. Oh, that's shit, man. That's right. I man. am I am currently jobless. Yeah. I was let go from my company because they're assholes. That's brutal, man. But uh, luckily, I got paid a bunch of money. Yeah. And I literally don't have money problems for the next year. That's wicked. I'm also getting a, a, uh, employment insurance. Okay. And uh, the government's more or less paying me to stay home. That's insane, it's man. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've been having uh, a how, pr- pretty good summer so far. How's, how's that journey been for you? Like, if, if you want to talk about it or not. No, dude, like, for it. the first month, I was an absolute wreck. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I'd been completely blindsided. Mm-hmm. Um, their their excuse was that the company was changing directions, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't like that because I did nothing wrong. And, yeah. I, and I felt I'd worked there for 19 years. Jeez, man. That's so insane. I, uh, yes, but, uh, and I felt, uh, anxiety. Yeah. Didn't feel like myself. Yeah. Uh, uh but then all of a sudden I just kind of came out of it. Like, I just like, you know what? Everybody else had a year off when COVID happened and mm-hmm. I didn't, I worked the whole damn time. Yeah. And sold fucking hand sanitizer in a pharmacy. That's true. Yeah. And People coming in coughing, sneezing yeah. all over you. So yeah, I don't work in a pharmacy anymore, so it's yeah. freaking awesome. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to figure something out. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take some time. Uh, as I said, I don't, I don't have any money problems, so what's the point, right? That's <laughs> awesome. Do some, uh, watch uh, some European football. <laughs> uh, you know, Hell yeah. Do some festivals, maybe. Yeah. And, Why not? Uh, yeah, it's going to be great, but uh, at the same time, the back of my head Head. It is kind of weird mm-hmm. um, not having a job. Yeah. I just, every once in a while, I kind of think about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, that's really not a good thing to have a job, not have a job during a pandemic. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Th- thanks, company, for firing me during a pandemic, you pricks. Oh, that's so brutal, man. So brutal. Yeah, it's heartless. Yeah. But yeah, uh, other than that, how are you? Yeah, good. <laughs> still working from home. <laughs> still working from home. I've been home working from home for about sixteen months now, which is insane, and it it is taking a toll on me because it's not as cool as you thought it would be. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Like I really appreciate the human interactions I have, like face to face. Like I sat right next to my boss's office, so I'd walk in, and he'd usually be there by the time I get in. I'm like, oh hey, what's up? How's your How was your night? And we'd talk about you know, a Marvel movie or like a trailer that was just released and we're both logging into our systems and checking emails and, you know, my coworker in front of me and behind me, we'd have a quick little, Hey, how you doing? What are you up to today? Kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I just, I miss that kind of stuff. And, uh, as much as you love Sarah, it isn't enough. <laughs> no, you, you have to have conversations with people. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. It's just, you, you will go nuts. Yeah. Or yeah. are we are programmed to be social people? Yeah. And if we don't do it, it fucks the plan up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for the most part, I would just sit to myself and just do my work. But it was just cool to hear conversation nearby and just hear people talk. Uh, so I've missed that quite a bit. And I'm not sure what my I'm not sure when we're returning. Uh, it sounds like we're going to have the option to just keep working from home or do like a hybrid, you know, work from home go to the office once in a while kind of thing. And uh, the, the interesting thing is the pandemic may have sorted out this space problem we had at our, our office because there was like people like jam packed in there. I've seen your office. Yeah. 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 And it's big, but yeah, there's just so many people, so many contractors and just uh, a lot of bodies to manage. So yeah, but that's been going okay. I've um, landed a couple of voiceover jobs here and there. 
Uh, I got a couple doing like Kickstarter campaign sales pitch stuff. So I'm like, check out product X. Here's what we can do for you. If you sign up now, you know, all that shit like that. L- look at you, fella. You're fucking <laughs> doing this shit, man. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to be more disciplined and I need to just buckle down because I'd love to turn that into my full-time career. Like I, as much as I enjoy um, working in IT, I just don't think I'm built for that long term. And I've been in the IT game for probably 16, 17 years now. So a buddy of mine told me that you should probably change jobs every 10 years. Yeah. Just for your sanity. Yeah. And it's totally true. Like I'd done that job for way too long. Yeah. I hated it so yeah. much and you want out too. So oh, yeah. 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 We all deserve a little happiness, AJ. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's my rant on work. And uh, other exciting news, I, I know we didn't plan on, on talking about, but Bill already knows what I'm about to talk about. About, uh, about a week ago, I came out as bi as a part of just, you know, recognizing feelings I've had growing up and just uh, figured that sharing my story might bring some strength and some inspiration from other people who may fall under under the LGBTQ plus community, or even if you're an ally, just whatever. And uh, that was a really big realization for me and uh, had some good good conversations with Sarah prior to me talking about it on social media and stuff and everybody's been really loving and supportive and uh yeah it's been really cool and i it was funny um will's will's partner scott actually came on my twitch chat he's like I, you know i could have sworn you already told us this like years ago <laughs> i was like no i haven't I haven't said anything he's like oh i guess guess i just know these things so. he's just got really good gaydar yeah <laughs> <laughs> gay guy with a good gaydar yeah and um you know for anybody listening who um may not be you know queer by you know whatever um it's it's not like a physical thing for me it's more like the emotional connection i feel and um of course obviously if you've listened to one or two podcasts of ours i definitely do fanboy over certain men <laughs> frank grillo and you know channing tatum and the movie bears podcast and uh, so um but yeah that's that's my exciting news that i shared with the world last week and uh yeah everybody's been really amazing so far i got nothing but love here man hell yeah nothing but love yeah man and if for some reason you don't have a if you have a problem with it the door's over there yeah yeah exactly and there's no ifs ands or but on that yeah yeah um, you know, Adrian told me, you know, and we had a nice conversation and, mm-hmm. you know, um, 30 seconds before he was a person that mm-hmm. I thought of in a certain way. And after he told me he was the same goddamn person. Yeah, man. Yeah. I wish we were coming to a point in the society where people would not even have to have this conversation. Oh yeah. It's just, it's just cool. Everybody's yeah. cool. Yeah. Why can't everybody just be cool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. When, when I talked to Kyle, um about it like because I, I went to his place and told him and he was of course very loving and supportive he was like he's like you know I, I bet in the future it'll be weird to be like cis hetero male like that'll be the thing that's uncommon <laughs> that makes sense yeah I am a cis hetero male. Yeah. And yeah. I got nothing but love for everybody, man. Hell yeah. I always joke that I, I'm like, I hate everybody. I'm, just, yeah. a, I'm just an equal opportunity <laughs> asshole. Yeah. It's just a, a shtick that I it have. It is. Yeah. But uh, no, I love everybody, man. Yeah, man. Um, 
you know, we got to get over this stuff. Oh, totally. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's, that's part of why I wanted to share my story is just kind of to normalize these kind, kinds of conversations and just hopefully help people feel more comfortable because let's face it, I'm a native dude. Let's strike one, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> definitely. Yeah. No, but, uh, I was super proud of you, man. Thanks, you, dude. You went on your Twitch channel mm-hmm. and told a bunch of people on Twitch yeah. that you're bisexual. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of some big fucking cojones. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it was, I guess, I could see you were struggling there. Yeah. Cause it's tough. You, you, know, you know, you just don't do that every day. Yeah. But, uh, no, nothing but yeah. love, man. Yeah. Nothing but love. Yeah. And that, that's a cool thing. Uh, I don't know if I would have come to the full realization without Twitch and without gaming. I think just being around certain people and just having conversations and a uh, big shout out to my friend, Megan, who I, she was the first person I talked to. And, uh, you know, she, she kind of was like, Hey, you know, I, you know, I kind of, I always kind of wondered, she's like, I would never ask you though. She is like, you have your own journey, and uh, if this is how you feel, then that's the way you feel, and uh, I'm here to love you and support you, and we just had a really cool talk about it, so. Yeah, but, but as I said, I'm, I'm a cis hetero male, and I was watching In the Heights, Oh yeah, and I was like, <laughs> man, Anthony Ramos has a really nice smile. Oh yeah, he does. Because yeah. I'm more than comfortable with my sexuality, and I yeah. can say that aloud, I don't yeah. care. Oh yeah. Like, I'll say that all day. Like, yeah. I, that's just, I'm, I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's, uh, yeah. you shouldn't be having this conversation. Oh, you totally. Just be out there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was the cool news. Yeah. So yeah, man, I got one more thing. Sure. It wouldn't be a green screen or death podcast if we didn't talk about the Oscars. Oh, the Oscars. <laughs> did, you, did you even watch the Oscars? No. I think I was playing video games or something. <laughs> I watched it because I was kind of curious. Yeah. Just because uh, Steven Soderbergh produced it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it was supposed to be some radical new show. And I was like, oh, this is going to be pretty cool. Soderbergh's a talent. Right. Nomadland. Hell yeah. Nomadland. <laughs> yeah. I think we all knew that was going to win. Yeah. And good, my number one film of the year. Your number Mine one too. film of the year. Yeah. So that's rare. Yeah. My number one film never wins Best Picture. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know the the really big they they did the best picture award third from last. That's right. Trying to capitalize on Chadwick Boseman winning best actor mm-hmm. as the final award. Yeah. Except for he didn't win, mm-hmm. and it was super awkward. Oh, I heard about it. But I got news for you, folks. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins was the better performance. Yeah. That movie I've is heard that. amazing. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, watch The Father. Come back and say, yeah, Bill, you were right. Yeah. Thanks for being a genius. Because <laughs> uh, I went on Twitter and I'm like, right before the show, and I'm like, you know what would make me really happy? If Anthony Hopkins beat Chadwick Bosman, and people yeah. got really pissed at me. Oh, really? So fuck all you. <laughs> that's brutal. But yeah, fuck the Oscars. Yeah, fuck the Oscars. And that's the, that's the thing about the Oscars is it makes people mad that Anthony Hopkins, one of the all-time great actors... Beat Chadwick Boseman, beat quote unquote beat one over him as the best actor. Like that's because it's all sports teams. Yeah, yeah. shut up. It's really dumb, yeah. and uh, they do get a lot of things right ever since I would say the Moonlight win. Yeah, but uh, still, it's just it's a fucking popularity contest uh, where the people who care the most uh, are people who have no say in it, and that's guys like you and me. Yeah, the cool thing about it is a lot of indie films got in this year because nothing opened that's true yeah so there were some pretty cool indie films in the best picture race yeah but at the same time it's still the oscars 
It's still whoever can afford to send out the biggest gift basket. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I saw a thing on Twitter where somebody got a a gift basket from the Nomadland people full of food. Oh, really? It was a thousand bucks worth of food in this thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. And have you seen Nomadland? Yeah. That's that's, kind of not what the film's about. Yeah. That's like the opposite. Disgusting. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to try to buy people's votes like that. Yeah. But at the same time, if you want to send me free shit, please <laughs> yeah. get a hold of me. I like food. Yeah. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll drop our Twitter handles at the end of this. Yeah. Get, in, get in touch with us. If you want to give me gift cards, <laughs> yeah. I am easily bought off. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Visa cards. Yeah. <laughs> Film fests are expensive. Yeah. Hotel rooms. I can be bought. Yeah. <laughs> this this section is sponsored by Squarespace. Use yeah. the code green screen of death. I'm but. still not going to like the fucking conjuring though. <laughs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. I still need to see that. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's that's about it. I'm okay. happy theaters are opening. Yeah, they open on Tuesday. Yeah, right here mm-hmm. I'm gonna go and see. Uh, I want to see In the Heights on the big screen. Yeah, really bad. I've, yeah, um, I don't think it was quite the same on the small screen. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna see A Quiet Place. Okay, cool. Yeah, nice. Can't wait. Right on. And I want to see Raya and the Last Dragon on the big screen. Me too. That movie rules. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's playing, so I'm going to go and see it. Yeah. yeah. Right on. That's one thing I hate about streaming. Like, mm-hmm. I'd watch a movie and be like, dude, this would have just killed on the big screen. Oh, totally. And, yeah. you know, I have a nice TV and I got nice sound and yeah. it's not the same. No, it's definitely <laughs> no, not. even close. Yeah. Yeah. And then I go to my buddy's house. He's got like an 85-inch OLED Oh wow. 7.2 Dolby Atmos. Oh sick. Like shit in the like he's got like speakers in the roof and No way. I'm like this is really awesome but it's still not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can it's not the same. You can feel the bass in your chest. Yeah. yeah. And we're a movie podcast, goddammit. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no no rant this episode. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't, didn't feel right. Rant. COVID and rant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that really screwed everything up. It did. It, it really did. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Man, I hope we get this all taken care of. Yeah. I, uh, I just, I haven't seen my parents in two years. Shit. That's too long, man. It's, yeah, because you have to catch a ferry and it's essential travel only, right? Yeah. Like, I have, like, I talk to my parents on the phone mm-hmm. or on, on an iPad. Yeah. And uh, I don't have the greatest relationship with my parents, but at the same time, they're not exactly young. Yeah. And I don't really want to play around with that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I know your parents are decently close, so yeah. you've seen them. Yeah, but, I've seen him a few times in the last year and a half. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I hope sometime after, like, get my second shot, mm-hmm. then wait two weeks and then go to Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. with, like, three masks on. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And I got some sort of, like, balaclava over my face, like I'm yeah. a L.A. gang member. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so... I can't wait. Right on. But yeah, so what do you want to do first, sir? This is first. I don't even remember how this works. Yeah, you know, I think what we planned on doing is doing a couple of main reviews like we used to do every yeah. couple of weeks. So we'll talk about a couple big movies and then we'll talk lightning round we'll go through like this mass fucking lightning round i think i'll probably go first because my list 100 percent is going to be way smaller than yours where adrian just waxes poetic about <laughs> snyder cut for like a half hour oh dude spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so we'll go over our lightning round stuff. We'll put our movie club selection from, was it December 2019? Yeah. Out of misery. We're going to put it out of its misery. Yeah. And we'll, we'll come up with a new uh, movie club choice for the next time we record. And then we're going to talk about our big list of lists. And why don't you tell people about the list of lists a little bit of So that. I, I kind of wanted to do something really cool for the episode 100. And... I always like our top 10 shows. I always always think they're really funny and interesting. And some of our funniest shows of like when I yelled at Adrian for shit that he put on his list. (laughs) It's always straight up laughing. It's always good content. So I thought, well, how about I take every top 10 list, write them all down. And then we have to pick 10 plus two, 10, a top 10 and two honorable mentions out of 117 films. That's insane. They're all pretty much five star films. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was impossible. It was hard. Yeah. I think my first pass, I had like 30 movies. It sucked too, because I'm like, uh, Adrian like, texts me, he's like, dude. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, this sounded really good in my head. Yeah. But yeah. it's really terrible, and yeah. I apologize. It's tough. Yeah. That's yeah, really like, tough. Like, doing your regular top 10 is, is usually pretty hard. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be hard this year, because I pretty much hated every film I've watched this year. Yeah. I'm it's not going to lie. It's been a tough go, yeah. Until this week, I hadn't had a, a movie about above four stars oh really yeah wow so i guess you it's- skip wrong turn <laughs> <laughs> or palmer <laughs> uh, I, I actually did watch palmer yeah yeah same here the power of justin timberlake yeah yeah <laughs> he, he didn't sing my love so the movie was a big disappointment big disappointment yeah but yeah uh yeah so get ready for that you got about an hour probably to have to hear us struggle over like killing our favorite children that's true like holy crap like it's just like oh my god like i literally have movies on that list yeah that i had like a short list and i'm like that was my number one film that year and it's not on my list yeah it's pretty insane like we were talking earlier we're like it should be just take your top your your number ones from the last eight or nine years and then add like a couple but it wasn't that easy because this that's the way it goes, you know? Like, sometimes... Movies get better on rewatches, man. Yeah, or they age better. Or yeah. Just, we just connect with them in certain ways. Or and, some years are just really better. Yeah, that's and true. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I look, look forward to that. But, yeah, uh, yeah let's, let's do some reviews, man. Cool. I don't know what we're doing first, so you All pick right. it up. Let's, uh, I've got uh, Bo Burnham inside written down for our first one so this is on netflix why don't you tell people a little bit about this one so uh inside written and written directed and shot by bo burnham yeah. in a really small room and he's six foot five that's right i yeah. didn't know you knew that but yeah. homie is tall yeah that room was not very big yeah. uh it's a comedy special on netflix shot and performed by bo burnham alone over the course of one year uh it's more or less a comedian trying to be funny during a pandemic and then he starts making content mm-hmm. but like all of us starts to go a little crazy oh yeah and it's kind of starts to get a little wacky and a little weird because we all kind of got a little wacky and a little oh, yeah. weird and you don't really know where it's going because he's so funny at times, but so once he just looks in the camera and says he's just really sad and starts crying. Yeah. It's like all over the place. And I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I've watched a lot of movies in my life. Yeah. I really didn't know who Bo Burnham was until he, he shot eighth grade a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. was the, the, the boyfriend and promising young woman. Yeah. I had no idea about Bo Burnham. Yeah. He had a comedy special thing. Mm-hmm. Four other ones? 
Yeah, I think for, so. For Netflix. Yeah. And uh, this just knocked me on my ass. Yeah, dude. Uh, one minute I was smiling, one minute I was crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music, it's all done in music mostly, too. Yeah. And I, st- I turned it on, and I'm like, is he going to sing the whole damn time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is weird. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to like this. Yeah. And then 30 seconds later, I'm like, this is really catchy. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. I'm down with this. Okay, we'll listen to the songs. Yeah. And the songs are really catchy and fun. Mm-hmm. And then he starts talking about Jeff Bezos drinking the blood of <laughs> Bill Gates <laughs> and right. Mark Zuckerberg. And he has a sock puppet who, like, oh. does all this, this rhetoric. Yeah. And... It's, it's just, he talks about white women's Instagram as being the most shallow thing in the oh, world. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's just, it's so all over the place and so freaking wonderful. Yeah. And makes me feel like a complete, like, lesser human for doing absolutely nothing talent-wise during the pandemic. Because he spat this out in a year. Yeah. And it's one of the most original things I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I don't know, you, you create stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're on Twitch, like, yeah. two or three times a week. You're on YouTube. You're on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what What are your it's, thoughts on this? Like, you, you actually do this shit. Yeah, it's pretty insane, because I think that's how he rose to fame, was through YouTube. Yeah. Um. So... I checked out a couple of videos. He's really young. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a kid. Yeah. 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 It's just, um. I, I think he's just very plugged into the way the world works and he's very aware of what shitty things the world brings to the table especially when it comes to social media like he talks about how shallow it is and how you know it's something that not a lot of people talk about but the i worry about the youth of today and how they're going to like the long-term effects of them posting like oh I look so cute in this selfie. I got to post on Instagram. Oh, I only got, you know, five likes. And, uh, okay, I'll show my butt. Okay, that got 150 likes. So, you know, shit like that, I think is, we're not going to know the long-term effects, I think, for a while. But I think he's really ahead of the curve on that. No, I've met some pretty shallow people. Yeah. (laughs) Really shallow people. Oh, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, just... um, watching him create this like he does the things he does is like he puts his own unique twist on things like he does this bit and i'm not gonna spoil anything he does this really interesting thing with reaction content which is something that is very like that's how pewdiepie basically got a career reacting to shit and he still does it and it's it's amazing but the way bo burnham does it it's just like so next level and you're just like holy shit like how did he even come up with that concept and part of me kind of wonders like did he stumble on that like was he just was he just editing stuff and then just like kind of fell into it i don't need to know i don't want to know the the fact that it's there is enough for me part of me wants to know how much he actually wrote Mm -hmm. because he said it was a year and when Every time I do something, I screw up probably half the time. Right. So I'm kind of curious. The songs are so bloody catchy. Oh, yeah. He put them on iTunes. Oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're all on iTunes. That's awesome. And people are on my Twitter like, dude, I finally got, they're finally on iTunes. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys really wanted to listen to them that bad? <laughs> they're really great. Oh, like, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. This is like nothing. I'm like, you know, this is not Eddie Murphy doing a stand-up routine. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny I, I, I tried to watch the other Bo Burnham specials mm-hmm. hated them oh really yeah okay. they're all just goofy yeah 
this is super serious. Yeah. Uh, it f- feels like the first great thing to come out of COVID to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had that written down. I was yeah. like, this is the definitive pandemic movie because yeah. like it's a direct result of being in the pandemic. I, I kind of wonder if he was slotted to do because he, he talks about. Okay, I won't I won't spoil anything, but it, it seems like he was going to do like another, you know, stage Netflix yeah. special. But because of the pandemic, he couldn't do that. So this is what and this is such a better movie for it. Yeah, he, he talks about in the special like, you know, how am I supposed to sit here and try to make you laugh? Mm-hmm. It's a pandemic. Yeah. And then and then, then he then he starts talking about how, okay, well, how would I just sit here and you try to make me laugh? Yeah, yeah. Like it's so biting and personal, and oh, yeah. it's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, everybody I've told to watch it's loved it too. So right on. I, I was just I was blindsided by it. Oh yeah. I just it's special. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, eighth eighth grade mm-hmm. was um. I remember saying it was on my top like twenty list. Mm-hmm. I'm like that movie is really good. I'm never gonna watch it again. Yeah. It's a freaking documentary. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. my that was my high school years. I <laughs> yeah. fucking hated high school. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, he's he's a talent. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's a special film. If you haven't already watched it, rush, run, yeah. do whatever you can. Go yeah. and watch it right now. Oh, totally. And maybe have somebody on standby who's seen it so you can chat with him about it later and just talk about Yeah. It's... I just I just kind of sat there for a while and just sort of was just like uh holy shit. Yeah. Like, I blew me away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's the first thing I'd rated above four stars this year. That's insane. That's, That's awesome. That's how bad this year has been. <laughs> yeah. What I, another thing I really love about the movie is just how visually stunning it is. And he's just sitting in a room by himself. Uh, he did some really cool stuff with lights in this movie. And uh, just for me, I'm, I'm a very visual movie watcher. And it's just a visual feast. And homie's just sitting in a room with like five or six different lights on him. And he does really interesting things with the controlling the lights and timing it with his songs and timing it with transitions. And the edit is really clever. It's just, man... It's 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 something else, dude. <laughs> it's so good. And uh, and Will Lindis and I have have agreed that it's available to be on our top ten list. Be- Hell yeah! Because we said so. Yeah. So it is written. So it is done. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Any but, last oh, last thoughts on inside? It's a masterpiece. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> Rush to see it. It's on Netflix. You have no excuses, people. Uh, next, we're going to talk about In the Heights. This was uh, supposed to be out last year, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be a big summer film last year. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. So what's In the Heights all about? Uh, directed by John M. Chu, uh, a film version of the Broadway musical in which Yuznavi, a sympathetic New York bodega owner, saves every penny as he imagines and sings about a better life. Anthony Ramos, Corey Hawkins, Leslie Grace, Melissa Barrera, Jimmy Smith, yeah. and Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah. So this was uh, another one of them uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda scripts. Yeah. That was a play. Yeah. Like that's Hamilton. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and guess what? Just as good as Hamilton. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic, man. <laughs> wow, uh, this was the second thing I rated above four stars oh, nice. this year. Right on. Uh, and it is so freaking lovable and likable. Yeah. I just oh, yeah. uh, another thing where people are just singing. Like yeah. inside was singing. This is the singing episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I have problems with musicals that if the songs don't work right away, I kind of get jaded about it. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I know I'm like the only person who liked that, like Les Mis movie a couple years ago. Oh, right. I yeah. just liked the music. Yeah. And it worked for me. Yeah. Right off the bat, this the music worked for me in this movie. So I thought it was really great. Mm-hmm. I don't think all the songs work. Yeah. And the movie's way too long. It is. Yeah. But um, man, this is really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This this is the film that I think Hollywood is banking will bring people back to the seats. Mm-hmm. And I'll be damned if you watch this film and it's not like hits on every level pretty much. Oh, yeah. 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 If it doesn't get you tapping your toes and like just put a smile on your face, like there, there's something going on there. You need a hug and maybe you need to go see it again. Dude, it's so, it's so full of hope. Yeah. It's yeah. all about like, like like community and mm-hmm. family and you know everything everything we lost during the pandemic. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, right? it's like it's like the the bring everybody out of the pandemic movie and it's mm-hmm. like 70% of the, of the dialogue is sung. Right. Uh and it works. Uh man, that uh that Lin Manuel Miranda guy is really freaking good. Oh yeah. Uh he's he's in the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. Plays a pretty funny role. Yeah. Uh, some, some really funny Hamilton references in the film. Oh, did, yeah. Did you catch all those? Yeah. I, the only one I caught, I think, was the, the hold music. The hold music was good. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was really yeah. good. Um, yeah, this is this is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, though, go see it on the big screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It works pretty good on the small screen, but this movie's mm-hmm. just going to pop like hell on the big screen. Oh, yeah. With that big old sound. So much energy in this movie. Oh, dude, so yeah. good. Yeah, the the couple notes I have here is just that Anthony Ramos has so much charisma and it was amazing to see him in a lead role because I really hope that just shows that he can be a lead actor and can carry a movie. And that's something that seems to be lost these days. Like when you think about, um, you know, you think about the way we grew up. You know, you'd see, oh, Tom Cruise is in a movie. We've got to go see that. You know, Mel Gibson in a movie. We've got to go see that. You know, Meryl Streep's in a movie. got to go see that. Um, these days, we're leaning more towards, like, ensemble performances, which I love that. You know, that's fine. And this this essentially is an ensemble movie. Uh, but he's really, he's in basically every scene and uh, has such a big role. And I, I really, really want him to uh, continue to get work like this. Lots of subplots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little too much. Yeah. It's two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. A little under two and a half hours. Yeah. Um. You know, it's it's about the city block and you know gentrification. Mm. There's some dreamers being deported. There's racism, and some of it just doesn't work. Yeah. Um. But this is this is this might be really sacrilege, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Fuck it. Um. This kind of feels like a newer generation, but less do the right thing. Oh, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, it doesn't quite hit you on the head like do the right thing does. No. But um, it's like a happier version of do the right thing, trying to get the same message out more or less. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I, I totally see that. And uh, I think it's like the spirit of the movie, right? Like you get the, like you mentioned, the the people, the community. It's a big celebration of culture and people of color. Um, I think there's one or two white people in this movie, and they're like in very small roles. And I have trouble remembering where they were in the movie. <laughs> so, um, and the other, the other cool thing. I, I wish we could get to a point where we didn't even have to even say that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really cool because like all the um, cultures are are celebrated, and I think that it'll help with people. Just you know, the same way Black Panther helped 
black people in uh, across the world just seem like, hey, we can have this incredible movie that's number one in the world and we can feel proud and we can see ourselves on the big screen. And I think In the Heights does that for, for so many cultures. Um, and the other cool thing that I like about it is especially in the dance numbers, I don't know if you notice this or not, but they, they have like uh, a lot of body types. We'll just say a lot of body types yeah. in the dance numbers. And uh, a lot of ages. It's not it's not all like super professional muscular dancers. And that's really refreshing to see. So that, that made me really happy too. And Jimmy Smith's can sure move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That dude hasn't aged in like <laughs> he has 30 a, years. Yeah. Still is a smooth dude, man. Yeah. Smooth dude. Yeah, um, yeah, I I love this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's been a couple of good movies this year, mm-hmm. and I saw them within a day of each other. Yeah, and that's so good. Okay. And I was so happy because we were going to record a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was thought I was going to be like, yo, this this year's really sucked. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I hate to keep on picking on it, but I really hated the Conjuring film. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw this one and it was it was good, but you know, forgettable. We'll never think about it again. But and then I always, I always think about Adrian like it because he never told me. Oh, that's uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe he thought it was too long. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe he didn't like the songs. Yeah. And maybe he didn't like Bo Burnham's beard. I don't know. <laughs> oh, dude, Bo Burnham's beard was like if you watch. I know you're already aware of this, but like, just you see when he's clean cut, when he has longer beard, longer hair, you just know what's going on there, and it's yeah. very profound. I wish I could grow my hair like that. Oh, me too. <laughs> I just, just that perfect surfer hair. Yeah, my hair is like all wingy and doesn't yeah. do it. But yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, In the Heights is like one of the best films of the year. Yeah, hell yeah. We'll probably be at the end of the year too. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty incredible film. It's spectacular. It's on HBO Max in the US, mm-hmm. but uh, go and see it in the theater. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it it kind of bombed a little bit this weekend. Oh, did it? Yeah. Damn. Uh, it only made like 14 million bucks. And the, the Conjuring last weekend made like 20. Oh, geez. So That's crazy. The Quiet Place made like 50 opening weekends. Oh, wow. So kind of a bomb, but yeah. um, it's because it was on HBO Max. Yeah. And everybody I know has HBO Max oh, in yeah. the US. So yeah. would you would you rather spend 10 bucks on that a month or mm-hmm. go to a movie theater and spend 20 bucks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when you potentially have your partner at home. Totally. Kids, yeah, uh, roommates, stuff like that. But yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, check it out. I'm glad glad you dug it. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, that's amazing. Uh, All right, should we get into our lightning round? (sighs) This could be big, eh? (laughs) This will be. Do you have a lot? I have maybe a dozen. That's cool. Yeah, Yeah, you should should probably go first. Yeah, we'll knock some of mine off. And yeah. Try to do it as quick as possible. And yeah. So d- when I mention mine, do you want to jump in and try? Oh, yeah, for sure. Just, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, I'll just start. I just, I went to, I'm, oh, no, not IMDb. I went to uh, Wikipedia and I was like 2021 in film and it just like wrote down everything I've seen so far. Nice. I think I've missed a few, but whatever. Let's go to my letterbox. Yeah. Will's. Oh, Will. that's true. Between us, we've pretty much seen everything. Yeah. I think Will's seen like 150 films already this year. Wow, that's insane. Good for him. Yeah, good on you, buddy. Yeah, so um, first one, Wrong Turn. I was actually quite surprised by how much I enjoyed this. Such an Adrian film. (laughs) It's like, it's really fun. Like for so is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? Is it a prequel? Yeah, I feel like it's a reimagining. Okay. Yeah. And uh, did did you see it? I'm guessing you skipped it. Skipped it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this one it it is it is a standalone. Like not it. it, I don't think it has anything to do with the previous Wrong Turn movies. And I 
I think that's what I appreciated about it. It was it, it, it felt like it had a fresh coat of paint, even though you know what's underneath. It still had some really cool sequences, some cool kills, and really cool bad guys. And I had I had fun. It's a so it's a standout in the wrong turn canon. Oh yeah, uh, hell yeah, yeah, All hell right. yeah, yeah. Don't sleep on wrong turn, twenty twenty one. Fix your life, dude. Um, next, I saw Palmer, which is with uh, Justin Timberlake, and it's basically like a Hallmark movie, and didn't really enjoy it that much. At least the Hallmark movies, you you, you know, they're supposed to be kind of crappy. Oh yeah, this was supposed to be a prestige film. Yeah, it definitely was pitched as a prestige, yeah, Oscar grab kind of movie. I'm Justin Timberlake, and I'm wearing a trucker hat. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Oscars. <laughs> It's a Fisher Stevens movie too, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's very hit or miss. Yeah. Anyway, that's Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next, Billie Eilish. The world's a little blurry. I absolutely love this movie. <sighs> oh, I what? watched it. Oh, what? I don't like her music. Oh, really? Okay. All she does is fucking whisper. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Oh. And then you hear a song yeah. where she can actually, or she actually sings. Yeah. She has a very nice voice. She does. And yeah. I'm like, you should probably use that more often, lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Stop whispering. <laughs> that's I love it. Oh. That that album, I've listened to it. At, like It was on repeat in my car for months. Plus, it's like two hours and 35 minutes. Oh, is it? And... It felt like it was four hours and 35 Damn, minutes. really? Oh, I loved every second of it. And her brother's borderline creepy. You think so? I do. Huh. I didn't pick up on that. I just don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it. I hate her music. Wow. I'm like that guy. Yeah. Damn, you're that one dude. Yeah. I was, I really fought against it because, you know, she's young. She's more, um, more marketed towards the younger generations, of course. But I listened to her music and I was like, hey, yeah, she's got some chops. I, I really dig her music. And Okay. I will say one thing. Yeah. The scene at Coachella with her and Bieber. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was one of the most real things I think I've seen in a movie in a very long time. Yeah. She was just a fan. Oh yeah, and it doesn't. It didn't matter how many albums she sold or how many people she had just performed it. She just fucking met Justin Bieber and yeah. she lost her goddamn mind. <laughs> yeah, that was an amazing scene. That was so cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I love that scene. Yeah, but yeah, I could care less how how her and her brother in her room made the song "Bad Guy." I could care less. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I yeah. loved it. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Man. That's true. <laughs> Next, Raya and the Last Dragon. And I adore the hell out of this movie. I guess there was another film I rated four and a half out of five. This yeah, year. that's that, true. That is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Really enjoyable. Just full of life and energy. And uh, at the time it came out, I think I needed a little boost of just happiness. And it, it gave me exactly what I needed. Can we get like another four or five of these? Oh, dude. Like the the whole entire like like story behind it is great. Yeah. Like, the way it's it looks amazing oh yeah holy crap yeah uh, that's why I can't wait to see it on the big screen it just it looks so incredibly cool oh yeah but I, I just I, I love the entire like thought of the movie it's mm -hmm. powerful female oh yeah you need more of that yeah uh, the villain's a powerful female yeah like <laughs> yeah. we need more of that too <laughs> yeah. like it's all just like perfect oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's one of the better it's upper tier oh, Disney yeah. 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 Really um, good shit. Yeah. I was, I was quite shocked at how much I like that movie, actually. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen it, get on that one, too. Yeah. But try to see it in the theater. Oh, yeah. Because I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Yeah. Uh, next, 
This one, does this qualify? Does this qualify for Oscars? Does it qualify for the 2021 lists? Zack Snyder's Justice League. Qualifies this year. It does, eh? It does. That's insane. It's a new movie. Yeah. Um, it's it. You have to be a real dick not to count it this year. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? There's an, like four, like three hours of, of different footage? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. It's a different film. It is a completely different film. And it would have opened... Mm-hmm. That he would have put in the theater. Yeah, it was supposed to open in IMAX. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's this year. Yeah, counted this year, AJ. It's oh your, hell it's yeah, your, it's your number one, baby. Number one, twenty twenty one. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, man, I was actually like really moved by a lot of sequences in this, especially like the opening. And uh, yeah, just kind of um, you know the whole background of, of Zack Snyder, the the tragic passing of it was his daughter, right? Yeah. Uh, while Justice League was being shot, and he had to, of course, step away. And I had a really good talk with um, some of my friends, uh, some of my buddies down in Texas, and uh, one of them really talked about how, you know, Zack Snyder is clearly in mourning and going through some pain, and, like, the opening sequence of Superman getting killed, it's, man, it's it's incredible. And um, the sequence with the, the Amazons... Give Zack Snyder that fucking franchise, man. I want to see him do more with them. That will never happen. But uh, that was the only good scene in, in, in Wonder Woman 1984, too. Was the yeah. scene in the beginning with all the, 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 the yeah. Olympics, yeah, thing or whatever. The, the competition they yeah. had. That was amazing. You, um, you know the the scene that Warner Brothers wanted to cut out. <laughs> yeah, that stuff. It and it like shattered my heart, you know, because yeah. they just. They, they built, he was able to build on those characters like really quickly, get me really emotionally attached to each of them. And, you know, some of them get killed. And Dude, it's, ama- it's amazing how much better a movie can be when you just add a little bit of story to each character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's the story of that film. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember when we, were, we re- reviewed the actual, like, first Justice League movie, I was like, you were like, oh, it's, it's, I liked it. I'm like, dude, <laughs> yeah. what was Cyborg's name? <laughs> yeah. He was Cyborg something or other. <laughs> we weren't even told. Yeah. Like, it's, it was so terrible. Yeah. Like, Joss Whedon trying to really destroy DC. Yeah. And, uh, but here's my question, though. They obviously watched what he shot. Yeah. And then they watched what Joss Whedon shot. Mm-hmm. There couldn't have been anybody there who was just like, yo, that's a better film. <laughs> yeah. Because it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. I just hated the prologue. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. It almost ruined the film for me. <laughs> oh, really? It's like a good... It's a, it's, it's not a small scene either. It's like yeah. 25 minutes. Like, yeah. It's, it's got some heft to it. Yeah. And... It's just Zack Snyder shooting his wad, yeah, on stuff he'll never be able to shoot, yeah. And it it's not canon, mm-hmm. so now everybody's being like, "Well, well, why are Joker and Batman together? <laughs> yeah. It's never gonna happen." Yeah, I think that it was him trying to like one last effort to take the DC franchise and uh, become like the uh, <laughs> Kevin Feige of the DC. I guess, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it would have been a four-star film. Mm-hmm. And then I rated it three and a half because okay. of that prologue. Yeah. And I was almost tempted to put it down to a three. Damn, really? I, it, it pissed me <laughs> off. Oh, damn. Yeah. My thing is, I re- I still really enjoyed it, even if I, I never too. see, even if I never see that, you know. I really, I, what I was, what I'm really hoping for, like what us DC fanboys are hoping for, <laughs> <laughs> is that Snyder gets the blank check to make that movie. 
that movie. Yeah, that, I'd love to see that. Who yeah. knows if it'll happen? Uh, I want to see it happen so bad, though. Did you pop for uh, Batman saying he was going to fucking kill him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. You wouldn't think it would be so cool to hear Batman swear. I was just like, holy shit. He just said fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, I loved that part. That's the only good part of the prologue. Yeah. But yeah. Did you know that uh, there's no 4K disc in North America for Justice League? Oh, I didn't know that. There's already one in, in Europe. Whoa. And there's no region codes. Huh. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah for 4K, it's yeah. all unlocked. So, so. I uh, think I might be importing that. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Just because yeah. I want it. Yeah. I For Neon Demon, I don't know if it's available in North America, but I think I paid like 75 bucks for yeah. my coffee. Yeah, I, I got one of those, too. <laughs> it's insane. The weird shit we do for collectors. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was surprisingly short. I thought you were going to talk about that for like 30 minutes. Oh, no. I'll try to keep it short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next, I saw Nobody, which was a freaking blast. And again, just if you're craving action, it'll give you that that hit of action that you need. And uh, Odenkirk, super fucking badass. Who knew? Yeah, but could you imagine how much cooler that film had been if we hadn't seen John Wick? Yeah. Oh, it would have blown because the, the John Wick films apart. were better. Yeah. Still really fun. Oh yeah. And Bob Odenkirk it can do no wrong. The yeah. guy's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's got some really fun stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Some pretty fun cameos. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, it's good. I don't yeah. think it's great. Yeah. Lots of people said it was great. Uh, I don't think it is. It's it's super enjoyable. Yeah. I think like uh, when I think about this, it's like you know a bag of popcorn when you're hungry, right? Like it'll it'll satisfy you. You'll be like, oh yeah, this butter's nice. The salt's nice. It tastes good. Uh, but after you're done. You might feel a little bit weird, and uh, you might have have a few regrets, but... Did you put the bomb on your popcorn? Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, comparing food, uh, you know, uh, nobody is like popcorn, and like John Wick is like a massive steak, and yeah. potatoes with gravy. Franklin and... barbecue. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's two pounds of brisket, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, fun movie. Yeah, it's Fun good. movie. You won't, you won't have a bad time if you're craving action. It's like... There's the killer from John Woo, and then there's Hard Target from John Woo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. One is not like the other. Yeah. Uh, and then my next movie I have written down, Bad Trip. That's the Eric Andre movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's funny. I laughed. Very cringe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And very dumb at times. Oh, yeah. But when it hit, it hit. Oh, I'll yeah. I'll give him credit for that. Yeah. Some of the stuff is pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure they just told... Yo, uh, Tiffany Haddish, just do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, yeah. That's what she did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she definitely needs more opportunities, I feel. Like, she's somebody who I think should be, like, when you think comedy movie, she should just be one of the faces you see. And, uh, yeah, she does. I, I really enjoy her anytime I see her pop up. And, yeah, I laughed a lot. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's, I cringed a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Um, I I remember enjoying it. I think I liked it. Oh my god, I hated it. <laughs> hated it, eh? Yeah, yeah. You could easily eliminate ninety percent of the characters. Oh, that's true. And it'd be the same film. Yeah. All yeah. you needed was a Skarsgård character to science the plot. Right. And yeah, that's about it. Tell you the truth, that's yeah. all they needed. Yeah. Instead, they had. Millie Bobby Brown in a fucking vacuum tube going to oh, Japan. Yeah. Um, the only thing cool is the battles. Yeah. 
I like. I, I really enjoyed those. The battles were cool. Yeah. But yeah. that's like maybe a half hour of the film. And <laughs> yeah. it's also like a two and a half hour film. Like yeah. The, and the and funny. The fun- I, I love Adam Wingard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's a Snyder boy. Yeah. I'm an Adam Wingard guy. Like, I oh, love yeah. that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been we've been fans of his, like, since the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I more or less agree with you on that. Like the action was cool. The fight scenes were cool, but like, yeah, the characters around them, like the, you know, the kid from, uh, hunt for the wilder people was in this and man, he was, he didn't really stand out the way I would completely wasted. Yeah. He's a funny kid, man. He is. Yeah. But he's very forgettable in this and it's just, it's the material and probably the direction and choices made with him. Lisa didn't do anything really incredibly stupid. Like the last one, didn't they have like Ken Watanabe going underwater with a nuclear bomb where he had like attached to his chest. Oh yeah. He had to like walk it to a certain thing while getting radiation poisoning or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I did not like this one at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really hope that Adam Wingert, uh, keeps on making small little indie that's horror where he does films because he makes really great small little indie horror films yeah. that deserve way bigger audiences oh yeah yeah so give give him like the Scream franchise or something oh totally yeah, yeah that'd like, be amazing give him like or like Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah like, a, th- a big title I think what he needs to do is what M. Night Shyamalan did you know scale back and go to like smaller horror get get Jason Blum to write you a small check to make movies. Have you seen that new M Night trailer? Um, the movie's called Old. Oh yeah, it looks cool. Holy shit, that movie looks rad. Yeah, <laughs> can't wait for that one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, it's kind of meh. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Unholy. I don't know. Did you see this one? I haven't watched it yet. Okay. It's it's good. I enjoyed it. It gets really cheesy at parts when I don't think it's meant to be cheesy. <laughs> Um, sign of quality <laughs> yeah we enjoyed it though me, me and Sarah watched it and you know we're both kind of Jeffrey that, Dean Morgan that was boys. supposed to open theatrically too oh was it yeah okay probably a good thing it didn't because that's very straight to straight HBO to, straight to shutter yeah straight to shutter <laughs> material um, not, not to slag shutter but yeah. uh yeah yeah it's not a not meant to be like paranormal activity you know take over the world it's, yeah yeah uh this one uh in the earth Ooh. really fucking trippy ass movie dude you know i'll give ben wheatley credit for one thing he really goes for it <laughs> he does yeah <laughs> Especially when he's making a trippy drug film. Yeah. And this is a trippy drug film. Yeah. Like, in the first, like, ten minutes of the film, you, like, know this is going to be one of his, like, mushroom films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is also very much a pandemic movie, too, totally. right? Yeah, he and, filmed it during the pandemic. Yeah. And, uh, and the first little bit, everybody has to get COVID tests. Yeah. I was like, hey, that's cool. That means <laughs> yeah. this has been shot for, like, the last, like, six months. Yeah. Yeah. Not three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I love this movie. I, I absolutely adored it. I was right all the way with it through the whole thing. And uh, he really goes fucking batshit crazy, dude. <laughs> like, there's some crazy visuals with, like, sound and just flashing lights. Like, man, um, he did some really cool stuff that, that I just really loved. And uh I didn't understand a hundred percent of it, but uh, <laughs> typical had, Ben Wheatley. Yeah, I had a blast on the journey. Is there anything worse in horror films 
than the protagonist having bare feet. Oh, dude. I was thinking about that. I was on a hike. I was like, I can't imagine walking around barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah he knows. Uh, this isn't like Field of England weird. Yeah. So automatically, I think it's way better. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a strange film, mm-hmm. and he really goes for it. If you have a pro- problem with strobing, don't watch this film. Yeah. Because holy shit, it gets a little weird at the end. Oh, yeah. A little weird. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, try stuff. Yeah. Just try. Yeah. Ben Wheatley is constantly trying. Oh, yeah. Even his, like, quote-unquote Hollywood film, High Rise, is right. weird as fuck. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I love Ben Wheatley. Yeah, I actually just watched that with Sarah. She didn't see... Um, she didn't see High Rise until maybe a few months ago. We loved it. And, uh, yeah, that's the one thing I texted you after I watched it. I was like, you know, he never makes a boring movie. And he really could just stick with just one genre. Like, he could probably be, like, a horror master. But yeah. uh, he's just always challenging himself to do weird shit. And I, I love that about just him. Just for the record, Ben Wheatley's best film is Sightseers. Sightseers is incredible. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. That is the blackest black comedy I think I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Yeah. It is nuts. It's a great one. Kill List is also really awesome. Kill List, yeah. yeah. That's that's way up there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed it too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than what my a buddy of mine said, he's like... But other than the fact that it's missing two reels, you know, where oh. the actual fucking combat was from <laughs> the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. But uh, that's the second movie, dude. Yeah. Because there's going to be a second movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lots of violence. Yeah. Lots of violence. Oh, yeah. Like really, really, like, like cool kills. Mm-hmm. Um, the plot is just gobbledygook. Oh, yeah. But whatever. Yeah. You, you know, people are getting frozen and their jaws being <laughs> <laughs> broken off it's awesome shoot laser beams out of their eyes yeah get um, over here <laughs> yeah and that's the cool thing i think it's very well aware of of the past movies and of where it fits in the pop culture landscape and uh i think they have enough fun with it it does take itself serious at times but hey good for you guys man and there like, was a techno song over the uh, end credits yeah that's right yeah, yeah so it's it, it's fun i think the only big complaint i had about it was the lead character i think was not even in the video games and no he wasn't there was a lot of confusion there sarah's like who is he i'm like i don't know i don't remember he must have been one of the later games because i don't remember plus i mean we try to be really vague here because i don't really want to spoil it but didn't they kill a fucking boss oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah oops yeah yeah it'll be interesting but i think their roster is big enough I guess. It's Maybe. Been, it's been 11 games. So yeah. They can find somebody. Maybe they'll do, because they've had shit like Terminator and Predator and <laughs> DC characters, I think, at one point. Nice. <laughs> Uh, so it's fun. Like if you if you if you're signing up for Mortal Kombat, you know what you're getting. Uh, that's, that's another one I would love to see on the big screen. Yeah, big, same here with big fuck off sound. Yeah, exactly. On uh, the last movie I've seen, uh, Army of the Dead, which is another Zack Snyder movie, and uh, it's garbage. It's, it's not not great, Bob. It's garbage. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> I hated that film. Yeah, I really did. Yeah. Uh, for all the goodwill that he got from Snyder Cut, this is just everything I kind of hate about Zack Snyder yeah um, where the story is sacrificed just to get a good visual mm-hmm. and the visuals weren't that good yeah so you had nothing this time dude yeah it just was not very good yeah uh, but it sucks because I, I love Big Dave 
Mm-hmm. Big Dave's great. Yeah. He's you know, actually not bad in the film. Yeah. But man, everybody else is just like a weird caricature of something you've already seen before. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It the zombies are they're pretty forgettable yeah yeah um yeah uh next (laughs) yeah pretty much didn't like that one at all yeah i was really hoping to the the only thing i really appreciated about the film was it had like a cool vasquez cosplay homage thing (laughs) that that sequence was pretty cool uh vasquez being the character from aliens yeah um, just for I know you know that, but like people listening may be like, "Who's that? <laughs> what are you the, talking about?" This is within the, this is within the first three minutes of the film. Yeah, so I'm really not spoiling much. Yeah, but the entire film is because a woman is giving a dude roadhead. Oh, that's right. Yeah, flips a car and goes into the zombie containment unit, and mm-hmm. the zombie gets out because a chick is blowing some dude on a ro- on a road trip. Yeah, yeah. Only in a Zack Snyder film. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> That's homie in a nutshell. That was poor. That was really poor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's my lightning round. I might it? have other stuff. If you list anything that I've seen, I'll jump into. I'm going to try to be really quick here. Okay. Some of these just aren't good, and I'm just not going to talk about them. Yeah. Uh, Synchronic Hurt My Soul. Oh, fuck. I love um, that one. Benson and Moorhead, I think, are like the future of like science fiction. Yeah. This felt really sloppy to me. Really? Uh, I just, I did not like it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch a film like The Endless or Spring, mm-hmm. and they're just so imaginative. Um, this one, it just felt like they, it got away from them. You think so? And I know people like it. Yeah. And that's really cool. Because mm-hmm. as I said, I think they are the future. Oh, yeah. I love these guys. Yeah. They make really good films. Yeah. It just, it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And I really tried. Oh, damn. Really tried. Yeah, because you've been a fan since day one. Yeah. Like, Festival Circuit, Fantastic Fest. Yeah. Like, when I saw Spring at Fantastic Fest, it was like I had seen Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... And The Endless is, it might even be a better film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I think this one just didn't work for me. Yeah. And I, I hope for... I hope these guys hit, like, grand slams every time. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, um, yeah. I think, I think the next thing they're doing is a Marvel something, like oh, TV really? show or something. No way. So, huh. uh, yeah, they're on their way. Get that bag, <laughs> homies. Yeah, good for them because yeah. I think they, they literally shoot these films for like a million bucks. To yeah, do their most of the uh, the effects work for themselves. Oh yeah, and they're I think they're they're great. Yeah. So, uh, probably my worst film of the year. Another film that people just freaking love and I don't understand. Like I just sat there. With my jaw just down on the floor thing. This is not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I, I honestly don't get why people are thinking that Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar uh. is like one of the funniest films of the year. Um, I, I, uh, I couldn't give a zero on Letterboxd because they don't let <laughs> oh, you. No way. So I had to give it a half a star and that really pissed me off. Yeah. I think it's one of the worst films I've seen in a very long time. Damn, really? Sorry, Marina. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, it did nothing for me. Yeah. Uh, just, just not for me in a really big way. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it just does not work out. Uh, the Father, if it had been, if I'd seen it a month earlier, would have been number two on my list last year. Wow. Uh, I think That's it's huge. that good. Yeah. Uh, the Anthony Hopkins, it's Anthony Hopkins' best performance ever. Wicked. Ever. Damn. Over Lecter. Yeah. Over whatever you want to talk. I Over think it's his, Thor. I think it's his best performance. <laughs> that is some classic cheese. But, uh, man, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, an incredible film. Sweet. If you, have you seen The Father? I haven't seen oh, it yet, dude, no. It's, it's one of those films. Nice. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> Jesus. Uh, Monster Hunter. I didn't see this. Paul no. W.S. Anderson. Yeah. With um, his, his uh, wife. His wife, Mila Jovovich. <laughs> yeah. And Tony Jaw. <laughs> oh, Tony Jaw? Tony Jaw. <laughs> I haven't heard that name. Who I honestly don't think can speak English. Yeah. Because they try to communicate during the film. Mm. And he just looks lost the entire film. Oh, damn. It has its moments. Yeah. It's kind of fun at times. Okay. They're fighting big, stupid uh, Starship Trooper things. Oh, right. Like yeah. Big giant arachnids. And yeah. Shit, yeah. And it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's not, it's it's really dumb. But you know what? I've seen a lot worse than this. Yeah. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. It's like a Netflix when you're really baked. Oh, yeah. Eat some, yeah. eat some pizza and watch Monster Hunter. Yeah. It's not terrible. Cool. And for me to say that, that's kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh,. I saw the Demon Slayer Mugen Train film. Oh, sweet. I'm going to say something here that's really not good, but yeah. whatever. Uh, I really liked that series for about 10 episodes. Okay. And then a couple characters got introduced that really started to piss me off. One who yells all the time. Yeah. And one who has a boar's head. They're the two most annoying characters. I just like the regular dude mm-hmm. and the sister doing their stuff. Yeah. It was that was a good anime. Yeah, and the film just has more of the boarhead and yelling guy. Oh no! I, and I just I, I I was over it. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually at that part in the anime, and they really turned me off. Like, yeah, I'm just like fuck off. This is not. It's not funny. No, it, and it's it, meant to be. It's it, it was a good show, but um, yeah, that 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 stuff kind of bugged me. Uh, but yeah, the movie's out. It's made a ton of money. Yeah, it's made like fifty million bucks. In mm-hmm. COVID times yeah. in North America. Yeah. So people definitely do like Demon Slayer. That's cool. But yeah, it's um, tread lightly, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, a documentary called Street Gang, how, to, how We Got to Sesame Street. Oh, how is that? It's really good. Yeah. Um, really showcases the greatness of Jim Henson mm-hmm. and just how out of this world good he was. Yeah. And how we lost him way too young. Yeah. It's quite sad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really good. It'll probably be nominated for Oscar. You oh, watch. wicked. Um, yeah, I think it's HBO. Mm-hmm. So we should probably be able to see it on there. Uh, geez, man. <laughs> uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't see that. Which this was yet. a really good animated film that was supposed to open theatrically and then got sold to Netflix. Yeah. It deserved way better. Damn. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, check it out if you can. Yeah. Uh, so much that I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Really terrible. Uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead, where Angelina Jolie plays a firefighter. Okay. Trying to stop crime. It's so terrible. Oh, no She's way. She's so bloody miscast. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the CG fire is really terrible. Oh, wow. People like this one, too. You're out of your goddamn minds. Uh, did not like that one at all. Uh, we talked about Army of the Dead. Here's the surprise of the year. Okay. I know you've seen it. Riders of Justice. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I forgot to write that down. Mads Mikkelsen um, is away on a tour of duty mm-hmm. and finds out that his his wife and daughter were killed in a train accident. And he is has some rage issues. Yeah. And is told that some people think that maybe his wife and daughter were killed by Mm -hmm. a certain person yeah i'm trying to be very vague here Mm -hmm. um and they and these these guys and mads they go out for revenge yeah it's really funny Mm -hmm. it's oddly sweet yeah uh it it plays incredibly well yeah the characters are great mads is amazing oh yeah he's always amazing yeah uh it's like seriously the surprise of the year yeah uh it's a lovely film yeah it came out of nowhere it was like yeah 
Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I was really emotionally invested in all the characters. And it was, it was. I think it was just the wife who died. The The daughter survived. Oh, yeah. Uh, the crash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and, uh, but yeah, it's just a really amazing movie about kind of just mourning and... <laughs> And these really weird characters. Yeah. Computer nerds. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just being computer nerds. Yeah. Like, talking like, talking about what CPU they use like, and like stuff. Bitching about their screen refresh rate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. A, a guy who thinks he's a psychologist because he's been to 500 psychologist meetings. Oh, oh it's so, yeah. so funny. Oh, it's great. Um, Wrath of Man, the new Guy Ritchie film with Jason Statham, um, trying to get revenge for his dead son. Okay. It's actually not bad. Oh, cool. It's better than I thought it would be. Nice. It just doesn't have an ending. Okay. And I was actually quite into it mm-hmm. until the end where it just dies. Oh, damn. Yeah. It's actually probably one of Guy Ritchie's better films in the last really? probably 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. It's actually pretty good. Cool. I didn't mind it. Statham is Statham. Yeah. He, you know, kicks a lot of ass. Um, it's, it's a fine film. Yeah. Just, it, it, just no ending. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. Uh, Cruella is really long, mm-hmm. but has some good moments. Okay. And a pretty fun soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But it's literally like needle drop every five minutes. Okay. Which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But it's all like really cool 60s rock music oh really including black sabbath yes oh nice um yeah yeah, and um adrian's favorite actress emma stone is in it hell yeah (laughs) do you still have the vendetta against emma stone i I don't know or did did, did la la land get rid of that no la la i don't think i ever did have anything against her i do remember you posted a photo on twitter of Uh emma stone and a cat beside oh, it with, with hair. Emma Stone cat. Yeah. <laughs> it looks exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's just it's just really long. Yeah. And, but and, but it does have some really good scenes. Emma Thompson is just chewing acres of scenery in the oh, film. Wow. Nice. She's really fun. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's fine. It's just really long. Mm-hmm. If There's no way a film like that... Like that's sort of for like teenage girls or whatever should be that long. Yeah, it would have been the same film in an hour and a half. They could have figured a way to do it. Yeah, it should have happened. Uh, it's it's not bad, but it's also not great. Um, Spiral from the Book of Saw. Okay, yeah, is okay. Yeah, um, it's really weird. Um, one minute Chris Rock is super serious, mm-hmm. and then he's doing a comedy monologue. Oh, really? It's all over the place. Hmm. Um. It wants to be a, a detective movie. Yeah. But then you have somebody get their their arms pulled off by a machine because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a Saw movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's maybe even better than I thought it would be because I really hate these films. Oh, they're bad. But yeah. um, I, I say give Chris Rock another try. I think he's cool. I like that he tried something. Yeah. And I'm going to give him credit for that. Right on. It's not a bad film. It's not a great mm-hmm. film either. It's a fucking Saw movie. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's weird. This is such an Adrian film. Yeah. He totally didn't even watch it. <laughs> That's true. Wow. I'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is very strange. Uh, the Conjuring really sucked. 
Okay, yeah. For the third time. Yeah. Uh, that shit was tired after the first film. Oh, the second one was fun. Dude, and I love Vera Farmiga. Yeah. Uh, she's, uh, no matter how hard they try to make her look really old and not attractive in the third film, mm-hmm. she's still very attractive to me. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I got a TV show. Okay. Because it's incredible, and yeah. I want to talk about it. Mayor of Easttown. Oh, I've heard good things. With Kate Winslet. Yeah. If this had been a movie, she would be a shoe-in for Best Actress. Damn, really? It's incredible television. You have Sweet. to get on that. Okay. Uh, it, I think it's only seven episodes. Yeah. It's incredible. Nice. It's really good. Is it? It's like a murder mystery kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. And uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah. uh, you think you know where it's going. Yeah. Nope. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Effort, and I will give credit for that because usually I've figured the stuff out mm-hmm. 10 minutes into the film. Yeah. So good on it. Right on. And uh, that's it. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. That's a lightning so, round. It's very quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we can move on to our, our next part of the show. Uh, movie Club <laughs> from December 2019. Yeah, this isn't going to be much. We're, <laughs> we're not even going to really talk about the film. Yeah. Like, it was that long ago that I pretty much forgot the film. Yeah. And I wasn't going to rewatch it. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah. it's been that long. Literally, mm-hmm. it was December 21st, 2019. Damn. When, when the show was posted. Yeah. So it was probably actually a week before that. Yeah. When we recorded it. So the movie is Monos uh, from Alejandro Landes from 2019 mm-hmm. i think it's a really good film yeah it was awesome it was it was super <laughs> badass yeah uh, the, the kid from kings of summer kind of like a weird lord of the flies meets like apocalypse now kind of film yeah uh with a really killer michael levy score mm-hmm. um the ending is haunting yeah um but it's a pretty challenging film oh yeah uh it's not it's a very art house film yeah um i just wanted you to watch it because i thought it was cool yeah yeah and i really enjoyed it yeah it's funny like i think we may have mentioned it in passing over the last year and a half or two years or whatever <laughs> but uh like, yeah how, how are we supposed to remember what we even said like, yeah it's oh yeah been that long exactly but yeah what's what's next in my club i'm gonna not give one this episode okay i'm gonna wait till next episode yeah. we're gonna start fresh oh cool okay so, sounds good uh we got enough to talk about already. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I I, I want to come back with a bang. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do you have um, the movie club on your letterbox? No. Okay. Will, Will, Will does. does. And I copied his list. Yeah. And that's how I keep track of it on mine. So. Yeah. Cool. I, I, I was... I went on Criterion Channel, and I was like, can I just find one really quick? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no... Th- th- yeah. This is movie club coming back yeah. after a, a bit of an absence. Yeah. I'm going to do this right. Hell I'm yeah. I'm going to do some real soul searching on cool. this one. Right on. Maybe you'll get a disgusting horror film. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you'll get a 1960s Japanese noir. Who Hell knows? Yeah. Yeah. That's the cool thing about movie club. Sounds good. Or man. maybe you'll get a film from this year. Yeah. Like you never know. Yeah, that's so, true. But yeah, next episode, wait for it. Movie cool. club, the return. The return. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, next, we're going to talk about, we mentioned this at the beginning of the show, where what Bill did was compiled a list of all of our top 10 movies over the years since we started podcasting here at the green screen of death. And from the 
that list of all our top 10 lists, uh, Bill tasked us with uh, getting our top, picking our top 10 out of that list and also two honorable mentions. 117 films. Yeah, it's insane. And they're all five-star films. Yeah. Pretty much. All incredible. Yeah. Um, what maybe, was your, maybe, what was your maybe, process? Maybe the hardest thing I've ever had to do on this show. Yeah. It was um, brutal. I wrote down just the, the vibe. Yeah. When I, when, I, when I looked at that film, I if it felt really good, I had to do I wrote it down. Yeah. And I think I had 15 films. Nice. Yeah. But that was getting rid of 3 was impossible. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my lists have changed. Oh, yeah. Rewatching and I don't know, movie knowledge mm-hmm. has changed in 8 years. Yeah. And Life experiences too that factors in. Yeah, and to put it bluntly, some years it is better than others. Yeah. So my number three film from one year could be better than, than the number one. Oh yeah. So case in point, my number one film of last year, Nomadland, mm-hmm. is not on my list. Yeah, same here. And yeah. I was like, that's a really damn good film. Yeah. Yeah. But a film that was number eight on my list one year mm-hmm. is on this list. Oh yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's just, um, there was a few times when we recorded, when I had just seen the film mm-hmm. and we did our top 10 list. I like saw it the night before. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah. I, I remember like Birdman probably. <laughs> I remember seeing it. I remember seeing on the show, like I just saw this <laughs> film. It could get better. Yeah. Like, oh, it, yeah. It could be like a, a way higher film, but mm-hmm. I'm just whatever it is right now. Yeah. So stuff has changed. Oh yeah. I'm very curious to what yours is like because mine is really masked. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, and as I said, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. Like just glancing at my list right now, I think out of just out of the top ten, I think that. Let's see. I have a lot of science fiction films. Yeah, I was imagining that. <laughs> I think I think four of them were my number one of each year out of my top ten. If we're looking at like number ones across all the years, I think four of them were my number one. So seven. Seven for you? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, no man land didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's the thing. Things change and these movies speak differently. Over the years, so... But man, we've been pretty lucky oh, yeah. for eight years to have that kind of quality. Yeah. Um, this was hard. Oh, yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, for the format of this discussion, we're going to talk first about our two... We decided on two honorable mentions, so we'll talk about those first. I thought two was, like, a good number, mm-hmm. but it, it could have been ten more. Oh, like, yeah. Easily. Yeah, we usually do, it like, a top 20, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. I, I thought that... I thought if we added more, it would get harder. Yeah. So I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. This definitely, uh, even just trying to get it, get our big list down to 12 was brutal. Uh, so uh, after we talk about our honorable mentions, then we'll talk about our, we'll, we'll count down our list starting at 10 and it'll be like our top 10 show. So, you know, I'll say number 10, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League, for example. <laughs> and then uh, if it's on Bill's list. Choice cut, man. Choice cut. <laughs> if it's on Bill's list, he'll talk about it there. If it's not, he'll, he'll say his 10 and we'll, we'll keep going that way. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like coming out of the gates, firing, firing my shots, firing hard. <laughs> yeah, let, let's start with honorable mentions. Okay. So I'll just mention my first one, which is Personal Shopper, which uh, just 
is an absolutely incredible, incredible film about loss and mourning and conversations about the afterlife, whether it exists, and uh, just an absolutely incredible performance. Um, I, I adore K- the hell out of it. K Stew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this is this is one of the um, this is definitely one of the movies I, I talk about when people are like, "Oh, well, she was in Twilight." Well, yeah, she was a kid back then. Yeah. And was locked into that franchise. And nobody there had a good time making those movies. Uh, but if you watch Personal Shopper, uh, y- your mind will change on, on Case 2. She's just on another level. And uh, this one rocks me big time. And has one of the outstanding endings to any movie ever. Like, well, you, you talk about movie endings. Holy shit. This is in the conversation. Yeah. Good pick. Not on my yeah. list. But okay. that is a... A stellar film. I, remember, I saw that a year before you, I think. Yeah. And it was hard not to talk about it. Oh, big time. <laughs> I can't imagine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when, when Olivier Assayas hits, he hits pretty hard. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I th- the thing I like about this film is that I think I've heard three or four different thought processes on okay. the film. Yeah. And they all could be right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a beautiful thing about art. Love it's, it. Yeah. Uh, all right. My number 12 is Manchester by the Sea. Okay. Directed nice. by Kenneth Lonergan. Yeah. Um, featuring one of the great male performances of the last 20 years from Casey Affleck. Yeah. Just an absolutely just like killer performance. Um, I, I I think Lonergan is the best American writer going right now. Nice. Um, it's, I think his films are just so personal mm-hmm. and they crush me every time. Like we had, you can count on me on a movie oh, yeah. club, and yeah. it's just that script is another level. It's a gut punch, yeah. dude. It's and so good. He, they always he always finds a way to get the best out of his actors. Um, everybody is incredible in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just wasn't even my number one film of that year. It was my number two of that year, mm-hmm. and uh, not a, not a not a slight because it's on my top ten list of yeah. top ten lists. Yeah, I think it's that great. Yeah. Um, yeah, Manchester by the Sea. Right on. That one, yeah, I thought it deserved to be there. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That, that's a great I one. I know you weren't as high on it as I was, yeah. but, um, you know, you win some, you lose some, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely appreciate the the craft in that one and the, the performances. Um, my uh, second honorable mention is a Xavier Dolan film, Mommy, which... You owe me a Coke. <laughs> Wait, I owe you... Oh, is it the same thing? My number 11. Oh, dude, hell yeah. Mommy from Xavier Dolan. Dude, <laughs> hell yeah, man. This one is just... It's one of those movies where um, he does a really interesting thing with the camera in one particular sequence. And it's just... Uh, in a movie filled with, like, just so many emotions mostly sad emotions it gives you just this little shred of hope and love and happiness and then fucking yanks it away from you the next moment it's just it's phenomenal easily one of my top five film fest moments of all time cool you were there yeah uh, yeah. We saw Mommy. It was a complete shit show. Yeah. They over-ticketed it. Yeah. And a bunch of people didn't get in. Yeah. And the only reason we got in is because we were at the previous screening. Yeah. Yeah. And it started an hour late. Mm-hmm. And everybody was fucking pissed. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. There, there was like a mood in the theater, yeah. too. Like, like, we were all really angry. Yeah. And then we watched the film. Yeah. And yeah, it has that moment where... You know, I've seen a lot of films, man, and it takes a lot to get me to go, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he did it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, um, 
I rewatched it about two months ago. Okay. And honestly, I probably rated it too low that year. Mm-hmm. I, I I think I had forgotten how much of a masterpiece that film is. Oh, yeah. Which is so sad because he hasn't made anything close to it since. Yeah. And um, he's a French-Canadian and we're Canadian. And dude, yeah. he was the chosen one. Yeah. yeah. And he is not delivered since. Mm-hmm. But it is a spectacular film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number yeah. 11. Hell That's yeah, cool. Dude. We have a tire. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. And what I really love about it is I'm just, I'm a big fan of people just trying to find happiness and trying to find, uh, whatever their their uh, definition of happiness and success is and sometimes they make it sometimes they don't and sometimes you get a fairy tale version of it and sometimes you get all of that in the same fucking movie yeah <laughs> so good also it's really 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 ballsy to shoot it in that aspect ratio yeah it is like the aspect ratio of an iphone more yeah, or less pretty much yeah, yeah. it's yeah. uh that was some ballsy shit yeah and it really helps you feel just trapped in that world which is what those characters are They're yeah. They're pretty much trapped in their situations. Um, so, yeah, really good shit, man. Yeah. Um, moving on to the master list, I guess. The master list. Hell yeah. So this one, <laughs> um, my number 10, I don't think it'll be on your list, and that's cool. Uh, Francis Ha. Not on my list. Okay, yeah. I know how much you love that film. Yeah, I, I adore the hell out of this film. This is one of those comfort movies where I'm, I'm just like, I need to laugh. I need to smile. I need to have a good time. I need to feel comfortable in my own emotions. And uh, it's just filled with so much life and turned me into a, a Greta Gerwig fan for, for the rest of my life. So uh, Francis Ha, just it, it's it's my jam. See, you say Francis Ha, I say Mistress America. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Another Noah Baumbach film. Yeah, it's a great one. Uh, with Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Uh, I love Mistress America. I love Francis Ha too, but yeah. it's, um, yeah, that wasn't quite there for me. But, yeah. Uh, I've always loved that film, and I've always known how much you love that film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that might have been on our inaugural show that you had that really high yeah like i think so two or something like that yeah 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 it was very high for me yeah. and uh has only gotten better over the years for me and i just love the kind of um like the use of music like they use french music when she's in new york and yeah. then they use like bowie <laughs> when she's in paris and um oh no how does it go yeah it's like american music when she's in paris and, yeah yeah um Anyway, uh, love the hell out of those, Francis Ha. Those early Bombback films are so quotable. Mm-hmm. I love those films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number 10. Uh, how is this number 10? Yeah. Uh, the Look of Silence. Oh, nice. Uh, Joshua Oppenheimer's uh, sequel to The Act of Killing, mm-hmm. where he pretty much made the greatest documentary of all time, yeah. but had so much footage left over that he made... An even better documentary. Yeah. Um, that just completely destroyed my soul when I saw it. Mm-hmm. A, a man who wants to find out what happened to his family mm-hmm. by any means necessary. Yeah. In a really scary situation. Oh, yeah. One of maybe the most scary situation ever. Yeah. And I think in the production, they talked about how they had exit plans for every yeah. situation. Like, literally, they were like, if we get into danger we have to run this way yeah full everything to joshua oppenheimer who you met yeah Yeah. south by southwest yeah super jealous of that oh man um yeah it's probably the best documentary i've seen in the last 20 years yeah 25 years it's phenomenal it's just incredible Mm -hmm. um so yeah number 10 the level silence yeah it was on my short list it was like, I was down to like 15 and I was like, fuck, okay, I'll cut this. <laughs> Dude, yeah. 
Do you remember that? Do you remember that screening? Yeah. It was like we've been hit by a truck. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just got wrenching stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Some, sometimes those those festival screenings are just like so intense. Yeah, that was how. I wonder what it was like shooting that scene because isn't there a scene where like this old guy is he's blind and he's trying to find something and it's yeah. like they're just shooting him it's like they could jump in and be like oh yeah here's your your cane or whatever he's looking for and it's just like holy shit how do you just sit there and shoot that but it's it's incredible yeah it's, yeah. One, it's one of those films man yeah, so, yeah number 10 the look of silence cool um my number nine i don't think it'll be on your list and that's that's okay i think that when i think when i was going through my list going through my process i just thought about movies that really spoke to me on a personal level and some of these i fully recognize they're not technically as good as other ones that i cut um that's why it's your list yeah and it's it's that's why it's my list i didn't give you rules (laughs) so make your list we're not going like okay this one won four oscars this one won three so the, the one with three is cut um my number nine is swiss army man dude i know you love that film yeah it's i've been a big fan of that movie ever since i watched it and i think this was for me uh kind of my awareness of being bisexual because i think this this movie is made by two men named daniel they're they're the daniels the daniels yeah and watching this movie you can tell that there's it's made with love. It's made with a bit of romantic love, but it's also just bromantic, you know? It's just it's made with flatulence. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, dick jokes, dick humor, um, but it's just very, uh, it's it's very personal, and it's just really, it, for me, it just, yeah, blew me away. And I remember, I haven't listened to the podcast where we talked about it, but I, I do remember talking about how, like, love takes so many different shapes and forms. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, romantic love or, like, love, like, just physical, you know, the physical act of love, stuff like that. Um and uh, it's one of those movies that just really um, nailed home for me that these it was like a love letter to themselves, I felt. And I, I love that about Swiss Army Man. And it's funny. It's hilarious. It's it's sad. And uh, yeah, gets me emotional every time I see it. You know what I'm going to do? I haven't seen that film since theatrical. OK, so I'm going to give that film a rewatch. Yeah. Just yeah. just because I know how much you love that film. Mm-hmm. And uh, who knows? Maybe yeah. I maybe I was uh, maybe I had some some bad brisket that night or something <laughs> well the th- the thing is too it, it got the festival goggle kind of treatment right like it played everywhere before it played for us so sundance there was that. That was yeah. a sundance film oh yeah. sundance yeah. yeah so it had a full year of hype so, so it had an automatic thing on it yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah no yeah. i'll i'll I'll, I might try to. I'll try to remember that for next lightning round. Yeah, I'm gonna rewatch Swiss Army Man. Do it up. Yeah, just Hell yeah. just for and I'll, I'll tell you what I thought about it. Hell yeah, I, I liked the film. Yeah, I just didn't think it was like great. Yeah, so yeah, maybe maybe it'll happen this time. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, that was your number nine. Number nine. Yeah, my number nine is Moonlight. Hell yeah, which dude. just freaks the crap out of me. Like yeah. that's just such a perfect film. Oh, dude. And the fact that he he made a film right after it, Beale Street, which is just equally as great. Yeah. Just shows how much of a talent that barry jenkins is mm-hmm. um yeah just jesus it's, yeah you know um say what you will about his style and mm-hmm. you know he really likes one car why yeah but i don't have a problem with that yeah. um that film was technically perfect the performances are perfect yeah um it's it's and it, it's it's telling a story that needs to be told yeah you, you, you don't see these kinds of films mm-hmm. um 
especially from the black perspective. Yeah. Let alone like some white cis dude. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, perfectly deserving of the Oscar. Warren oh, Beatty, yeah. you fucking idiot. <laughs> Wait, Warren Beatty spoke out against it or something? Did it, no, didn't he uh, read uh, La La Land as the oh, winner? Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big, big thing in Whoops. Oscar history. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's an incredible film. I, mm-hmm. I hope it's on your list. Um, it is. Everything yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, Another one of those just like perfect festival screenings yeah. where all my like really amazing Vancouver friends were there mm-hmm. and we were ju- it, 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 like we had just we all knew we had just seen a masterpiece. Yeah. And um, that's why I go to the films, man. Hell yeah. So, yeah, it's an incredible film. I'm yeah. sure you've all seen it. Yeah. And if you hadn't, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, number nine, Moonlight. Yeah. Uh, Moonlight also on my list. Uh, higher on the list. Uh, it's very cool, man. Fantastic stuff, man. It's just, it's one of those movies where it's just so beautiful. The performances are just incredible. And um, yeah, the diner scene is one of the most romantic scenes I've seen. And they're just ordering food and just reminiscing and stuff. And it's just so beautiful to watch. Uh, yeah, Moonlight is one that is, uh, is one that really... Um, it has really been in my conversation for like some of my all time favorite films. And so, uh, yeah, it's also on my list and, uh, yeah, stoked. It's on yours too. Cause yeah. it's fantastic. And the one sequence that always sticks out in my head, like visually is when the bully is kind of circling him and like outside the school oh man that's just like it's just so you can feel the energy you can feel you you feel plugged into the movie into the pulse of the movie and it's just so flawless the way they shoot that it's just one of the coolest images i've seen in a movie so the diner scene and how like you know how kind of thuggish he looks he's like all jacked up he's got the grill yeah but his emotions are like just so out there and it's just like oh my god this is so amazing (laughs) yeah oh yeah it's an incredible yeah incredible film incredible um my number eight i don't know if it'll be on on your list uh blind spotting not on my list okay yeah um just so much emotion in this one and just so much um bottled rage but channeled into a really beautiful art house film um i just i adore the hell out of uh, out of blind spotting and uh it's not an easy watch <laughs> like it's really hard to watch no this this guy who is trying really hard to stay straight yeah and the world is just not letting it happen yeah it's so good yeah. and there's a scene in this film involving rap yeah oh yeah that yeah. is like a top 10 scene of like the last 20 years yeah, uh, yeah. david diggs we all yeah. know who david diggs is <laughs> yeah now. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was he was pretty good in Hamilton. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this I, I still remember when you named this your number one film of the year, and I was just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I really liked it, but I didn't yeah. like it that much. But oh yeah. It's um it's really good. Yeah. Um, there's a TV show coming out. That's right. Yeah, yeah I heard about that. I think it starts tomorrow, actually. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I like his friend in the movie. He's uh, I don't some, know where some, something Castro or something. Yeah. Yeah, I forget his name, but yeah, yeah. He's really damn good. Uh, but yeah, blind spotting, just so much emotion and that that rap sequence you mentioned is just it floored me. And you know to see how far Ethan Embry's come from like, um, you know, '90s, <laughs> early 2000s teen com rom-com stuff speaking of ethan embry yeah 
uh, a couple days ago on Twitter, he was talking about the new Marky Mark film, Infinite. Okay. Yeah. And how one time a couple of years ago, Ethan Embry was on like a massive Coke binge. Okay. And he was passed out on a casino floor in Las Vegas. And Marky Mark walked by. And supposedly Ethan Embry had mascara and lipstick and cocaine all over his face. <laughs> no way. And Marky Mark went out to him and goes, you should have been better. No You used way. to have a career. Do better oh, than no walked way. away. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> he isn't wrong, though. Totally. <laughs> I don't know. I like Ethan Embry. He's been in some pretty memorable films oh, the last yeah. couple of years. He's done a lot of good stuff. I would take anything that Mark Wahlberg's done over, like, Cheap Thrills. Oh, yeah. Dude, Cheap Thrills is amazing. Oh, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Ethan Embry shows up in, uh, in The Guest. Yeah. For like five minutes and like destroys. Like <laughs> yeah. he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Too good. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that was my number eight, blind spotting. Nice. Uh, my number eight is uh Son of Saul. Oh, sweet. Directed by Laszlo Nemesh. <laughs> yeah. Another one of those films that I just don't think I can maybe ever watch again. Yeah. It's just really it, the definitive Holocaust film. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Let's get pumped about that. <laughs> yeah. But it really is. Like oh. it, it's just um it's like he 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 put like a GoPro on the on the guy's like shoulder mm-hmm. and just said act. Yeah, it's so personal and everything is seems so real and uh, it's incredibly hard to watch. Oh yeah, um, just when you think and when it might be getting better, it doesn't. Yeah, it's really hard to watch. Yeah, um, if you haven't seen Son of Saul, um, I recommend it, but mm-hmm. man, is it tough. Uh, yeah, I, I, remember, I remember getting you to watch it. I'm just like, oh <laughs> man, this is so tough. Yeah. Yeah, the the crazy thing is, and I'm not leaving spoilers, but the thing that you kind of root for is just in this movie, it's so grim and yeah. just so fucking brutal and uh, such a such a gut punch and just uh, man, it, it's a hell of a movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's I can't even though I probably don't want to watch it again, I just can't forget mm-hmm. it. It's yeah. that haunting and that beautiful and uh, yeah. It's an incredible film. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, with maybe like an asterisk beside it. Yeah. But I think it's that good. Oh, yeah. Um, it's It was my, my, my number one film of that year. Nice. By a landslide. Yeah. So. Right on. Um, yeah. Son of Saul. Nice. It's probably not on your list. Yeah. But, uh, didn't, didn't make my I'm list. I'm very yeah. cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, that's not a knock on the film. It's, it's phenomenal, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that was your number eight? Yes. Okay, my number seven, again, I don't think this will be in yours, and that's cool. (laughs) I think it's it's cool that we're not having a lot of crossover here. Not a lot of overlap. That's the way it goes. Uh, The Witch. Not on my list. Okay. But you know I love that film. Yeah, dude. It's just one of those films that just really uh i actually had i have told you this before and if you've listened to the podcast before listening to me talk about the witch uh i've had it gave me nightmares for like weeks i'd wake up and i'd kind of be like weirded out and at the same time i was really i was really embracing the nightmares that i had and i was kind of like it was like i was in my own scary movie and i love that some people might be weirded out by that, like kind of scared. You know, you, you wake up and you had this terrifying nightmare. But for me, I'd wake up and I'd feel excited. I'd be like, damn, I feel like going running around in the woods and shit. Um, <laughs> 
Wow. All right. Yeah. Go, go. This uh, is a side of you I didn't know existed. Go buy a black Keep on goat. talking, sir. <laughs> yeah. Go buy a black goat and like wear a robe and fucking run around the woods at night. Black Philip <laughs> thinks you are wicked. Yeah. How iconic is Black Philip? Like, so he, good. He took over the world as soon as the witch played. Um, anybody who, who watched The Witch just... I, I don't get jealous often, but mm-hmm. uh, you saw that at Fantastic Fest. Yeah, yeah. And it, just, it must have been a completely different level oh, yeah. than when I saw it in some fucking local multiplex where nobody <laughs> yeah. liked the film at all. Oh, people they, were dicks. They booed it at the end. Oh, man. Yeah. And I was just... I sat there mesmerized by yeah. it. Made yeah. by this this time traveler Robert Eggers, <laughs> yeah. who uh, snuck a camera back to the, that time and <laughs> yeah. filmed a real movie. Yeah, because it's that goddamn authentic. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember one of the responses I heard because I, I came back and I, I of course went and saw it at Odeon or Silver City wherever it played. And I remember one person a couple rows behind me. They're like, "That's it," and I was like, "You." fucking motherfucker i wanted to punch him in the face let's fight (laughs) yeah uh but yeah this one is just um it it makes you for me it makes me root for the bad guys in the film and root for evil and uh the thing is like i think uh the meat and bones the meat and potatoes of this one is that i think we're all probably capable of evil and we all love to think we're above certain things but if life goes a certain way you yeah. just never know. And, you know, we, we talked a couple times this episode about uh, closing shots. Yeah. Well, that was a 100-mile-per-hour fastball down oh, the middle. Hell, yeah. And you struck out on that pitch because <laughs> yeah. that thing is a heater. Oh, hell, yeah. That ending is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And Chills. I will take that all the time, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's an incredible film. Yeah. Um, no room for it on mine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> No bad words about the witch. <laughs> yeah. So that was my number seven. <sighs> I think I've once said that this might be my favorite film of the decade. Yeah. And I was wrong because it's not. Yeah. Um, but number seven is Boyhood. Oh, nice. Richard Linklater. Hell yeah. Uh, we all know the story. He shot a film over a bunch of years and it did something that nobody's ever done before. And well, it'll never be the, the first ever again. He did legitimately the this is mm-hmm. his thing yeah um and i just it's not just the idea i just think it's a really fucking great film it is uh yeah. and it, it really sh- i hate saying this but um the lead you know it starts off as a kid and by the time the movie ends he's like what like 18 19 yeah he's like college age yeah yeah and his performance in the film, Eller Coltrane, his performance is so incredibly great in the film, which I think shows how great Richard Linklater is, because mm-hmm. he hasn't been good since. Yeah. Which really kind of sucks. Yeah. But he's so incredible in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's, it's one of those films, man. Mm-hmm. I could watch Boyhood all the time. Just put yeah. it in, fast forward three chapters, and just start watching. Nice. It's, I think it's that good of a film. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks. Yeah. This should not be my number seven film. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really this. This is impossible. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm trying to justify these rankings, but mm. uh, man, I'm. I'm just. That's just a number. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. know you love Boyhood. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah. If you if you have not seen Boyhood, just buy the Criterion Blu-ray. Just oh yeah. Bask in its glory. Hell yeah. It's so good. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
didn't make my list, uh, but you know, not a knock on the film. Yeah, we're all over the place. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> That's crazy. So that was your seven. Number seven. My six. My number six. I had to include one of these from this particular filmmaker. This is just the one that I picked in retrospect. The Force Awakens. J.J. <laughs> yeah. Abrams. Yeah, J.J. So many movies to pick from. Um, yeah, I uh, the Hateful Eight. For me. It was just the experience of seeing it, and I fucking I love the shit out of this movie. One of those screenings, eh? Yeah. Like, one of those screenings. Yeah. We've, we've told the story before. Yeah. It was just 70 millimeter. Yeah. Doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. Always with Quentin. Yeah. Uh, we went to a theater, and it was Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. It just kind of felt special, mm-hmm. and it was sold out. Yeah. And people were trying to buy tickets. Yeah. And somebody actually like sold a ticket for a hundred bucks. Yeah. The kid behind us. Yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I've, yeah. actually, I've actually seen this movie. I should probably do that. <laughs> but I didn't yeah. do it because it was 70 millimeter and yeah. it was Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was, the game was books. Mm-hmm. So like a, like a roadshow book. Yeah. Uh, it was a longer cut of the film. Mm hmm. Which has not been released on home video. That's right. Yeah. yeah um, it's an incredible film. Yeah. Um, more to come on Quentin. Yeah. More to come. <laughs> I feel, I figured as much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a special filmmaker. We're yeah. really blessed. Oh, yeah. Every time he makes a film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that hateful A screening. Yeah. Uh, that, that might be like a top five screening of all time. Yeah. Just because we, we were friends. Yeah. It was so good. It was it was an event. Like yeah. it was, we had to catch an early ferry and we had to go get in line and had to pass on some dude offering us a hundred bucks for a ticket. We're like, no way, man. And uh, yeah, just, um, I, I love Samuel L. Jackson in his performance and just the way, like not a huge spoiler, like if you haven't seen the hateful eight what is wrong forward. with you yeah <laughs> fast forward maybe 60 seconds 90 seconds but when he wounds when he mentally wounds uh kurt russell you can just see him get <laughs> so hurt that he was lied to and uh he's just that that you know samuel jackson kind of twisting the knife in there and just man that that shit is like the conversations they had was it's what we're seeing in the news today and still seeing in the news today and uh fucking love it i love it so much um i'm glad i'm glad you included it yeah it's incredible Mm -hmm. uh love me some quentin uh film number six annihilation hell yeah dude uh alex garland yeah. Who has got quite the resume all of a sudden. <laughs> Dude. Guy just like hits home runs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's just a next level sci-fi film. And I really uh, uh, just seem to gravitate towards next level sci-fi films. Yeah. Um, just that, that, that whole, the, the shimmer thing. Oh yeah. Just an, an incredible effect. Mm-hmm. It just, the, the plain weirdness of the film. Yeah. Like stuff starts to change and mm-hmm. kind of melt into each other mm-hmm. and they become different things and take characteristics from other things. Yeah. And sometimes that can be really fucking frightening. Oh yeah. 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 And, uh, just the way characters leave, mm-hmm. uh, the way stuff is handled at the end, um, science fiction wise, it's just my jam. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's next level. Hell yeah, dude! I got a couple of those in my list. <laughs> right on. I just love really next level sci-fi. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, there was no way this wasn't going to be there. Right on. Yeah, 
Right you on. ever see Annihilation, you're in for a treat. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's so incredible. It's so incredible. Like the the bear shit, dude. Oh, oh my God, man. Like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> if you have a really good sound system, that is just eerie. Yeah. It's eerie. Oh, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it, it didn't make my list, but again, it's not a knock. It's just we've got fucking over a hundred five star films to pick from, and uh, only so much room. How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, my next, we're into top five now. So top my, five. My number five is the rider from wow. Clojure. That yeah. that's a that's a that's huge I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have said that yeah 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 for me it's just uh for anybody unaware of the the rider it's about a guy a cowboy who suffered an injury and is forced to be sidelined and not be a you know rodeo cowboy which which is it's a true story like this guy they they have in the movie like uh, she met him on a movie right and she's like one day i'm gonna make a movie about you and your life and sure enough she cast him in the movie and it's kind of about just the kind of macho bullshit that men and his not just not just men like him but men in general have to put up with like you know suck it up buttercup and yeah you know don't listen to the doctors you'll be okay and all this shit and And it it doesn't matter how good you are yeah shit just happens yeah yeah when it comes to your health yeah uh, there are certain things that even the toughest guys cannot overcome whether it's a physical or or mental hurdle or both um holy shit and there's a this one scene in particular where he goes to visit uh, a fellow cowboy who got injured way worse than him and it's just one of the most heartbreaking and also touching moments and it really just showed me uh, a filmmaker who i was really excited about because uh zhao just handles it with so much care and with such a delicate touch that i don't think any other filmmaker male or female could have done what what she did with this movie and uh yeah the writer just really really fucking hit in a big way with me and a big thanks to jim poliafico for championing this movie for so long because he was the reason why i checked it out he just kept being like the rider the rider the rider don't worry it's not like i reviewed it or anything but that's (laughs) fine it's fine i love jim jim's awesome (laughs) yeah uh but yeah he'd be like there'd be you know it's that meme where it's like no one dot 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 jim poliafico the rider the rider the rider (laughs) Uh, so yeah, that's my number five. My number five is Under the Skin. Nice, Jonathan Glazer. Hell yeah, he makes a film like every twenty years. And it just <laughs> yeah. drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, the first time I saw his trailer, I knew it was going to be a masterpiece just from the look of it. But uh, every expectation I had for it was just completely met. Uh, it's an incredibly simple film that you think is violent because you feel so gross after watching it. Like it's literally the most tension film filled film I think I've ever seen, just because of the score. Mm-hmm. It's all score oh, yeah. and the way he shoots it. Uh, an alien dressed in a woman's skin. Um, wow. <laughs> Just takes guys and uh, takes their bodies and turns them into like almost like Slurpee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, Sign me up. I'm trying to be really vague here. Like, yeah. It, uh, it's, it's an 
it's an incredibly weird film. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like what I just said, that was incredibly weird. Yeah. But it's supposed to be the most incredibly like in control film I think I've ever seen. He is such a master. Uh, that score and just Scarlett Johansson just making choices. Yeah, well, yeah. Like that film is just her doing things that she probably shouldn't be doing because she's in fucking Marvel films. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's just a, one of those films. Mm-hmm. Uh, haunting. Oh, that's, yeah. that's all I can say about it. It just yeah. it, it. I watch it a lot. Um, nice. It's. I think it's one of those films that uh, um, I will re- revisit mm-hmm. all the time. It's yeah. Right on. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. It was like the number eight film of that year for me. Okay. And it only went up. Damn. Only went up. That's sick. Yeah. 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 It didn't make my list. Uh, I think I've only seen it once or twice, maybe theatrically and once on Blu-ray and uh, loved it both times. I think for me, it was just, it's tough to watch, right? Like it's like, for me, it's so. It feels like you shouldn't be there. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. But it's really fucking cool. Like, it's really damn cool. And, like, you wouldn't think it would be completely amazing watching somebody ride a motorcycle down a road. But how fucking cool is that in that movie? Yeah, she, like, traps them underwater, turns them into Slurpee, and their skin leaves there. Like, lies there underwater, (laughs) floating back and forth for, like, two minutes. And it's the most holy shit scene. (laughs) He's just a master. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, under the skin. Hell, yeah. Wow. Yeah. One of the greatest films. Wicked. I love that movie. Hell yeah. So that's your number five? Yeah. Okay. My number four. This is another one where I'm like, this filmmaker, I need to include this filmmaker on my list. And this one was easy for me because I think this is like his greatest hits album. Uh, It's the Grand Budapest Hotel. Wow. Yeah. I love, love this movie. It's it's so funny and so touching. And, uh, you know, th- there's there's a gut punch factor to this one, which is a, a big theme in, in my list. Um, I just adore the hell out of this movie. <laughs> I also love the film. Yeah. Uh, don't think it's my favorite of his, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I really love Rushmore. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but I won't say that's a bad film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Fiennes. Yeah. Uh, probably should have won the Oscar <laughs> that year. Oh, big He's time. He's just so bloody incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, he always... The thing I love about Wes Anderson films is that you know he storyboarded that shit oh, yeah. for like three years before he made it. Yeah. And every angle was perfect when yeah. he shot it like yeah. it's just everything is so technically perfect mm-hmm. um yeah i also really love isle of dogs oh that's a good one yeah <laughs> i forgot about that i love that <laughs> film too oh my god yeah. I, I just i just love west anderson new west anderson in october so, oh sweet yeah the, french, yeah the french dispatch is that it's at con oh really yeah oh okay so we got that to look forward to nice but yeah i just i love the the visual feast of this one the the color palette's so cool and yeah, anytime he makes a movie, I'm just like, yeah, sign me up. And uh, when I watched this one, I was just like, yeah, this is what he's been building to like his whole career and is just kind of an assembly of all the things that he's great at. So, yeah, it's my number four, the Grand Budapest Hotel. My number four is going to piss a lot of people off, okay. but I really just don't care. Um, I didn't care then and I don't care now. Uh, just take chances when you're making films. Yeah. Just make something really weird. Or really violent, or really mm-hmm. all over the place. I really don't care. I really want, I want to be challenged, and I want to see something I've never seen before. And goddamn, I've never ever seen anything like Inherent Vice. Nice. 
Hell yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Uh, man, <laughs> one of those films, that, like Boyhood, I could just like put it in my player, walk away, and then come back 20 minutes later and then hear them talking about something and be like, oh yeah, cool. And just sit down and watch the entire film. Oh yeah. It's it's so incredibly quotable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, dude. Jesus. Next level. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, 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 the music. Mm-hmm. Just the way it's shot. Yeah. Um, and it's just an incredibly fun film. Yeah. Supposedly a book that was like unfilmable. Yeah. He cracked it. Oh, yeah. Um, people hate this film. That's so weird to me. And I don't understand it. Yeah. I had another film I was going to put on here too. Mm-hmm. Almost did. Yeah. It was like probably my number 13 was yeah. Mother. Okay. People hate that film too. <laughs> Damn. And you know what? I like it. Yeah. Sarah loves that one. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, number four. Nice. Um, yeah. It was not my number one film of that year either. Yeah, I remember my number that. three of the year. Yeah. And I had just seen it mm. the night before. Yeah. I and remember I, that. And I was like, you know what? This is this is only going to get better. Yeah. And uh, goddamn, it got better. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, Inherent Vice is a peach, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, it didn't make my list, uh, but fuck, man. I, I adore the hell out of that film. And uh, Brolin's weird insults and attacks on hippies the whole movie just cracks me up anytime I see it. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I, I seriously did. I had a giant smile on my face thinking about uh, Josh Brolin with a chocolate covered banana. Oh, that was the banana. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So hey, weird. Hey, hey, ordering Chinese food. Yeah. Yeah. Moto Kenabaku. <laughs> <laughs> Moto Katabaku. It's great. Yeah, it's such an incredible film. And I love that, like, uh, again, not, fast forward 60 seconds if you haven't seen Inherent Vice, but, like, the, the narrator of the film is just kind of there and not fully explained, but you don't need to. No. Like, you can draw your own conclusions there. Sometimes you can actually think about the film. Yeah. And come to your own conclusions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Bill said so. There is a ton of shit going on in that movie. Yeah. There's so much to dissect. Yeah. Just a fun film. Yeah. If there ever was a fun film. Yeah. It's a good hang. Yeah. Right on. So that was your four? Number four. Okay. My number three is Arrival. Wow. Yeah. Super high on my list, yeah, man. Yeah. Love this film, too. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, this one is kind of a personal favorite between Sarah and me. So it's got kind of like that multiplier because Sarah loves it so much. It's such an emotional journey. And um, yeah, they just do really cool things with time in this movie and concepts that I've never really thought of. And uh, it's, it's just fucking cool, man. <laughs> and uh, I love the performances. It just, it rocks me. I've seen it probably a dozen times. Yeah. And uh, it, it makes me cry every single time I watch it. It's beautiful. He's a uh, he's a pretty good director. Right? Yeah, I think he's going places. Yeah, he's made some films. Yeah, just some 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 films. Yeah, a couple here and there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's Denny Villeneuve we're talking about, and who shot it again? I forgot. I always his name I don't, was I don't remember Barry something or I'm blanking out but he's shot some really cool shit I'd, I'd walk over to my Blu-rays and look at it but it's not in alphabetical order oh yeah sorry to tell everybody that yeah. but <laughs> it'll take me an hour to find it yeah but yeah Arrival is just next level sci-fi with a really beautiful blend of emotions as well and uh, yeah I, I adore the hell out of Arrival dude super good pick yeah uh, I love that film what was that your number three three, three. speaking of uh 
next gen amazing science fiction films. Why is this my number three? Why Uh-oh. is this my number three? I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> my number one film is a science fiction film so i can't call it the best science fiction film yeah because that one is but this is like the number two yeah and we're talking like all-timer here yeah um for a, a movie that was an all-timer they mm-hmm. made a sequel that it's way better yeah um <laughs> yeah. yeah this 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 denny villeneuve guy he's, yeah. really, he's really pretty good <laughs> it's something else um man. yeah it's, it's it's technically perfect yeah everything shot wise yeah. Um, Ryan Gosling, Harrison Dude. Ford. Yeah. Dave Batista shows up for five minutes and destroys. Oh, he, um, yeah. It's, I remember walking out of the screening of that film thinking that's maybe the best science fiction film I've ever seen in my life. Damn. And, Hell yeah. Um, I remember, I remember going back to VIF because I saw it during VIF. I saw a press oh, screening right. of it. Yeah. And I saw Zach Mosley and I couldn't even speak. Yeah. I was just like, I saw it's Blade Runner. Nice. And it is everything I've ever wanted Hell in a yeah. science fiction film. Hell yeah. And it is that good. Nice. Um, yeah. And the Blu-ray, the 4K Blu-ray mm-hmm. is reference. Sweet. Just incredible. Yeah. Um, I hope we get a sequel. I hope Villeneuve does that movie too. Yeah. Because the, 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 the track record is there. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Oh, hell but yeah. But yeah, it's literally like a perfect film. Nice. All these films are perfect. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But that is just <laughs> that is some next level shit right yeah. there. Yeah. Shocking that it's number three. Mm-hmm. Like the next two are just so much better. Yeah, that they're 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 like the perfect pinnacle films. Yeah, but yeah, this is like one C. Nice, it's that good. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I love. Hell that yeah, film. yeah. That was one that was on my short list, but didn't make it just because, like, again, going back to what I said earlier, you know, like I, I know. You know, Francis Ha, technically speaking. Yeah. You know, and but dude, it, it this just, list is impossible. Yeah. It just what speaks to me more personally. And uh, this one, holy shit. Like that. Uh, how cool is that scene where uh, Gosling goes back to the police station and they do that check to make yeah. sure he's still not feeling human emotions and shit? It's just. I, it's so cool. Like, the way they shoot it, the way they cut it. It's yeah. just the and, and, dialogue. And Harrison Ford being more interested than he has been in, like, the last 20 years yeah. acting-wise. Yeah, he's been checked out of anything he's ever done Yeah, besides this. Just brings his A-game all yeah. of a sudden out of nowhere. And yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's just everything. Dude, great pick. Anna de Armas. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just being, you know... Everybody's like, oh, yeah, Knives Out. Like, she was, like, so great in that. No, dude, she was great in Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Incredible film. Hell, yeah, dude. Okay, so my number two, we, we talked about it, Moonlight. Wow. Um, my number two. Um, for me, it's been, like, yeah, ever since I watched it, it's just always been in my conversation of like one of my all-time favorite movies. And when it, when it comes to, to romance, it's definitely one of my top ones and um like spoiler alert portrait of a lady on fire was also shortlisted on my list didn't quite should have been didn't quite make it it made Um, mine too actually yeah so that was like probably for me that was probably number 13 um but yeah there's just something really really special about this film and just uh the journey you go on with uh the main character and just the payoff it's just an all-time ending as well it's just it just the stars aligned for this one in every way. It possible. sucks too because when it won Best Picture, I had to like defend that film for like two straight months. Oh yeah, yeah. Because That's what the Oscars do to people. I you know that everybody watches that film. They're like, "What's what's 
that film's nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, don't talk to me. Yeah. I, I don't have anything for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an incredible film. Yeah. That's cool. Number two. That's, Hell yeah. It is uh, an, an impossible list. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. This was a coin flip. Okay. Like, literally, it was a coin flip. Damn. <laughs> um, it, I switched it more or less on my gut. Okay. And which sucks because um, there's some taint on one of the films now, which kind of pisses me off. Oh, but yeah. I, I can separate the art from the asshole. Yeah. So more on that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hell yeah, Quentin dude. Tarantino. Hell yeah. Um, it's a perfect film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't care what anybody says. Like you, you talked about Hateful Eight. People say yeah. Jackie Brown. This is his best film. Yeah. Um, every time I watch that film, I get something new out of it. Cool. Um, he's just, it, it's got so much stuff in it mm-hmm. kind of hidden in the background. Yeah. It's just, it blows my mind. Yeah. It's so incredibly re- well written. Yeah. That um, it, 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 you almost, you almost take Quentin for granted now because they're always really well written. Yeah. But this is on another level. Yeah. Um, it's just, and then the performance is like, you know, Brad Pitt won the Oscar. Mm-hmm. DiCaprio is easily as good. <laughs> yeah. Um, everybody is incredible. Oh, Mar- yeah. Margot Robbie. Oh yeah. Barely speaking. Yeah. Does more acting with her face than most oh, people yeah. do with their words. Yeah. It's incredible. Like when she's sitting in the movie theater watching, yeah. watching her movie and looking around at people's reactions, it's just such a touching, beautiful moment. And it has quite possibly the most bonkers ending to a film i've ever seen yeah that i just clap at people are getting destroyed and yeah. i'm just like maniacally laughing yeah uh, it, it's a ballsy film yeah uh, people don't make violent films like that anymore that's true uh, yeah. uh i'm sorry i like a little violence yeah i hey i've got no problem with it yeah and uh the dog's amazing too oh the dog <laughs> is so fucking good dude and like it's the thing I like about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is that it's like six movies. Oh yeah, um, there's it's different time periods, different spot like Spawn Ranch. Yeah, it's like its own movie. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DiCaprio coming back and you know with, with his wife is mm-hmm. another movie. Oh yeah, uh, it's 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 also beautiful. Yeah, um, yeah. It's Quentin Tarantino's best film from, yeah. from a guy who's made nothing but five star films. Yeah. And that's yeah. pretty amazing. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, this was, this was a coin flip. That's crazy. That's how much I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's sick. That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah. Take it for what it is. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one was, uh, that was also shortlisted for me. But I was like, I've got to, it's got to be Hateful Eight or, or Once Upon yeah, a Time in Hollywood. Plus you knew I was, I was probably going to take care of it. Yeah, I knew you'd be, <laughs> I knew this would be really high up. So I was like, I got to get Hateful Eight in there. And for me, yeah, like just, I really appreciate I really for, wish I had seen a screening of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as good as the Hateful Eight screening. Yeah. That would have been incredible. In that setting. But he, did, he didn't shoot it on 70. So yeah. it wouldn't mm-hmm. have never been as good. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and my uh, okay, so that's that takes us to our number ones. Uh, yeah, this one for me is just all. Ever since I've seen it, it's just bam. It's been in that place and hasn't budged once. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I actually rewatched it a couple weeks ago. So did I. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just there's something about that film that just blows me away every time I see it. It's it's one of those where you have to see it on the big screen, and it's just the shit that they do in the movie. Like when they first 
get into their first like their first fight with all the vehicles the spiky cars and shit and like the big fucking truck that has like the 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 big saw attached to it you're just like what the fuck is going on holy shit this is insane why do they all have tumors all over them <laughs> yeah. yeah and the the one guy who gets shot in the face with a bolt and he's like okay well i gotta go out in style and everybody's like yeah and he sprays the he sprays his face with the chrome and he's like witness me it's like oh my god dude it's like fuck yeah give me that shit all day every day and um for me like the the big for me the the big what i love in is the biggest coolest payoff for me in the film is when they drive into the storm and uh you just see all the guys chasing them just without hesitation and even though they're bad people, they're evil people. They're just misguided. Yeah, they're misguided. And it re- I think it really speaks to a lot of, you know, you open up social media and you see those guys uh, doing shit in public and people being like, yo, we just saw this guy punch somebody in the face who yep. uh, didn't deserve that. Uh, but because they've been directed by their parents, by their president and uh, by other hateful motherfuckers. Um, yeah, I, there's just something really interesting and beautiful about watching them get fucking owned in a storm and, and burn in flames and flying in the air and getting what they deserve and uh it just looks fucking cool and uh it's got a lot to say and um yeah i vibe with it in the biggest way and love the cast from top to bottom it's just so fucking crazy and out there and ballsy and i I love that i love that this film took so many years to produce and shoot um i'm glad they took their time with this one so mad max fury road it's been there Ever since I watched it, I was like, okay, there's that's that's number one for me, dude. So I think my problem with I've only seen it twice. Okay. And when I saw it in the theater, I saw it in 3D. Okay. Yeah. And it ruined it. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, it didn't, the effects didn't look good because mm-hmm. of the, the crappy 3D. Yeah. Um, and I think I only rated it four and a half out of five. Oh, really? Okay. And um, I rewatched it a couple weeks ago and I, I'd raised the rating. It's a five star film. Yeah. Um, my only real problem with it is it looks super digital. It does. It's yeah. so digital. Yeah. Uh, I wish he shot it on film. Yeah. But it, you couldn't. Mm-hmm. That film does weird stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it's 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 a really great film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the fact that um, it debuted at the Cannes Film Festival mm-hmm. and Tom Hardy hadn't seen the film. Oh, that's right. And yeah. he apologized to the director saying, I didn't get what you were trying to do, mm-hmm. but now I get it. Yeah. And it's incredible. Yeah. And it is incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And the fact that we're getting a prequel, mm-hmm. Furiosa. Yeah. Hopefully sooner than later. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, is, is only that's gonna be incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a stroke of genius from from top to bottom. And yeah, I just I love the messages they, they drive home and the the payoff. You couldn't ask for a better ending there. And um so fucking cool. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I it's it's a it's a comfort movie for me. And it's like it, it, it because I'm such a visual person, like the the color palettes are really cool, like the night the night shots when they drive through that like dingy dark place with like nasty crows and people walking around on stilts and shit it's like <laughs> dude that's so beautiful supposedly uh george doesn't like the hdr oh really on the 4k oh really so i never bought the 4k okay he likes the original transfer on the blu-ray oh wow the most. okay plus it was only shot two and a half k 
Yeah. So it's not really a resolution. Oh, mode. yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I only have the Blu-ray. Nice. But the Blu-ray is amazing. Yeah. Good oh, Lord. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's an incredible choice. Yeah. It didn't make my list, but yeah. um, I rewatched it because mm-hmm. I thought it might make my list. So cool. I rewatched it. Nice. Do you know what my number one is? Your number one shit. What is it going to be? It's It's got to be sci-fi. It is. What haven't you talked about yet? It, I'll put you out of your mission. Okay, yeah, yeah. So this one has a little bit of a stink on it because the director, it turns out, beat up Amy Simons. Oh, right. And made, yeah. made her get a restraining order against him, mm-hmm. which really sucks. But mm-hmm. I really love Upstream Color. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's just the next level, the next level sci-fi films. Mm-hmm. Um, Shane Ruth uh, was really on to something when he made Primer. But then, oh, yeah. he, then he took the, his level up a little bit with this one. It mm-hmm. is just next level stuff. Mm-hmm. Um People say it's complicated. I really don't think it is. Just right. watch the film. Yeah. Um, the fact that he shot it on very low grade cameras and it looks that good also shows that he's a genius director. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he acts in it. He's really good. Amy Simons is really great in it too. Yeah. Did the score. Yeah. Did the special effects himself. Yeah. Uh, he's just a really talented dude. Mm-hmm. I hope he gets help. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't condone anything he's done. Right. God damn, that's a great film. It is. Uh, yeah, it's spectacular. I, yeah. Uh, saddens me that it's got that, that stank on it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no way I couldn't say it's my favorite film. Oh, yeah. It just is. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, great choice. Like, oh, my gosh. I remember the, the stuff with the pigs in that movie and watching that with Sarah and both of us just like fucking crying our eyes out yeah. during that whole sequence. Like, oh, my gosh, man. It's just uh, that's one of those that's one of those movies. I think that, you know, 16 year old me wouldn't appreciate it the way I do now looking through the lens of somebody who's lived a more full life and stuff. And I, I always think about that when I look at online film criticism, because I see sometimes I'll see younger film critics dismiss movies where it's like, well, yeah, you didn't get it because you haven't had that life experience yet. So I'm more inclined to read stuff from people who have closer to our age kind of yeah. thing and who've, who've been there and done that. So, uh, yeah, that's my rant, I guess. I just, I just bought a new Blu-ray of upstream color. Okay. From the UK uh, with Primer. Oh, wow. Yeah, Primer huh. was never available on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, so it's it's upstream color. The transfer is way better. Wow. It's got it's double the bit rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Primer looks incredible, too. Other than the fact that it cost me 70 bucks. Wow. Which was... Worth it for you, worth right? Worth it, but man, that's... <laughs> that stings. Yeah, it stung a little bit. But yeah, uh, yeah it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time, so there Dude. was no way I wasn't going to own it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was really hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, as I said, um, I really love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and, yeah. I, and I, I flipped a coin. Wow. I'm not joking. That's incredible. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's what it is. Right on, dude. Like I talked to you last night and you were like and I was like, Yeah, check checking my making my list, checking it twice. Oh yeah. That's when I flipped the coin. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because we were we were talking about our list like briefly. I was streaming and, and Bill popped in and he's like, I'm I'm making my list, checking it twice. I was like, oh hell yeah. I was like, I, I had mine at that point. But I didn't rank them. I didn't have them ranked until uh, a few hours ago. <laughs> so, that's what you gotta do man yeah <laughs> gotta be like right at the end make yeah. sure it's like perfect oh yeah but i did definitely go like it it when i put it together i was like okay move it here move it here move it here uh bump that bump ah <laughs> oh, fuck yep and the only one i was sure of was fury road <laughs> so yeah yeah oh man the dude with the guitar 
And the fucking drums. Dude, (laughs) so fucking cool. I love that scene where he's like sleeping and they're like near the end of the movie and they spring to action. The first thing he does is grabs his guitar and just starts playing instantly. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) Do your thing, man. Oh, I love that movie so much. That was was good. Yeah, man. That's a good exercise. Yeah. Don't think I ever want to do it again. Never again. uh, (laughs) That was really good. Yeah, that was tough, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and when you told me, I think I think we kind of talked about it like months ago, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, for 100, we need to do like a top 10 of all our top 10s. And man, I didn't I didn't think it would be that hard, but that was brutal. Yeah. Man. But yeah, good list, sir. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. You too. Thank you. So I guess, man, the future. What's, uh, what's the future? I say we try to do every month. Yeah. We'll start there. Yeah. Might and, as well. you know, when, you know, I guess freaking it's going to be like tomorrow. It'll be festival season. So the cool thing is, too, is that next episode we could do a mid-year list if we wanted to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Where we talk where, about where, the, I, where I just put uh, the three good movies we've seen. Yeah. This year. <laughs> yeah. That's fine, though. That, that'll be fun. And we can also talk about what it feels like to go back to the movies because uh, they're reopening next week. So. Yeah, yeah, can't wait. Um, yeah, I really want to see uh, Quiet Place Two. Haven't seen that yet, uh, and I really want to see In the Heights on the big screen the yeah. way it was meant to be seen. Yeah, so. totally. We'll report back next time. Hell yeah! Six Hell months yeah. from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to anybody still listening, you know, Will. Jim, Brad, Marina, Zach, Zach, Kyle. (laughs) Thank you. You know, for real, like the people we just named and probably a few others, you know, you really have. uh, It's weird, too, because when we first started, we had a little lot of momentum and we had a lot of listeners. Yeah. And then we just stopped recording and we lost all those listeners. (laughs) It kind of sucks. But yeah, well, I I think I think we can get it back, though, because uh, I mentioned to you just before uh, we started recording, I went on the Podbean website. And we're not published on a lot of the main platforms. So um, I thought I'd taken care of that. But we're not on like Spotify and shit like that. So I think you can only listen to us on the website uh, and, uh, you know, Podbean, Apple Podcasts. and Are we on the Creative Zen MP3 player website? <laughs> yeah, that's right. What with the Microsoft Zoom? <laughs> yeah, the Zoom. If you, if you, if you update your Zoom, uh, our podcast will just download automatically through our <laughs> RSS feed. Um, I should talk. I still use an iPod. So. Oh, no. yeah, that's right. That's yeah. cool, though. That's yeah. cool. Why not? I got my Apple Music. Nice. 64 gigs. Dude. Yeah. That's badass. Yeah. That's awesome. Probably the best way to do it because you uh, don't dude, rip through battery life totally. and shit. I need my phone for other things. Yeah. 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 Not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, but I had a blast, man. And I've missed this so much. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. And the funny thing is, like, we've been in contact the whole time. You know, we still talk like Dude, COVID's a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Yeah, it's, uh, and as as cool as it was, it wasn't the same over yeah. the internet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this was way better. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, because we'd be still texting each other. Oh, I saw God that Godzilla Kong movie. Yeah, it was exactly what we thought it was going to be, and no surprises there. Too bad there wasn't more fighting. Too bad the character sucked, and <laughs> that that would be our conversation we had we just didn't record it on a podcast totally yeah uh but yeah i look forward to more i guess we should tell people where they can find us um i'm on twitter at 
Adrian underscore Charlie. Uh, also at the Crow Show. I guess it's at the underscore Crow underscore Show. And I've been posting there more because I just I'm kind of done with movie film Twitter. Um, and that's mostly my Adrian Charlie account. And it's just it's not a fun place to be. So I just kind of <laughs> don't post there anymore. <laughs> And what, and what about your Twitch and all that? Oh, yeah, Twitch. Uh, the Couple Crow Show. Yeah, I'm a, I stream on Twitch maybe two, three times a week. I don't have a schedule anymore just because it's like, for me, I'd say about three or four months ago, I stopped really caring about the, you know, the revenue financial portion of it because like it's never been a big money maker for me and i was hoping that it could turn into something financial wise so i stopped really caring about my you know generated income from that and since then i think i've been a better content creator and if something happens it does if it doesn't that's all good i do it for fun so you have to watch adrian on twitch play <laughs> dead by daylight <laughs> it's just him swearing <laughs> Like that motherfucker, fuck this fucking game. Yeah, fucking hilarious. hate it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've been consciously, I've been doing um, basically a heel turn on TikTok, just being a total dick. And uh, it's it's working. I'm getting, uh, my, my follower count is nearly tripled in the span of about four weeks. Wow. Uh, by being a dickhead. But a nice dickhead. I'm, I'm one of those nice dickheads. Um and I just sass people when they try to talk trash to me. It's like, motherfucker, I survived Call of Duty on the Xbox 360. <laughs> you ain't got shit on me. That's so. old school stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and uh, we do, uh, I guess we should start posting on the uh, the Twitter account at uh, the green underscore screen. So, yeah, maybe I'll snap a picture of that yeah. before I go. We've never been good at self-promotion. <laughs> yeah. Where, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter uh, at SoundJam69. Say hi. Yeah. That's about it. And you keep your letterbox quite up to date. I do. It's also yeah. SoundJam69. Yeah. So check out Letterboxd. And I, I post on Letterboxd once or twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like Letterboxd. Yeah. I just, I just don't have the discipline. I'm lazy. But oh. yeah. Good shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. This was fun. That's uh, fun. Yeah. Thanks to anybody who, who popped in, who's uh, listened all the way through the end. And uh, we look forward to recording some more. We're, we're, we're back. Just like John Wick. <laughs> I'm thinking we're back. I'm thinking we're back. <laughs> all right. Thanks very much, everybody. Okay. Have yourselves a good night. Peace.